Hi, I'm BJ Ryan, episode 121. Proudly sponsored by Betfair. Don't bet harder, bet smarter at Betfair. Once again, we're recording from the Henhouse Studios in Osborne Park, and it's a pleasure to be back alongside the Perth Racing Guru, Terry Layden. G'day, Terry. G'day, BJ. It's uh, it's great to be back. I don't know if everyone will want me back, though, with uh, Dot at a reasonable week last week, didn't he? Yeah, Riley Morgan did well. Throughout... Um He's already forgotten last week. Uh, the winner of the Oaks. Yeah, Lady Chant. Yeah, well yeah. done to you both. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was a good, good little lob out. It was a good little lob out, yeah. But uh, no, Riley did well. He ch- chimed in and uh, um, made our debut at the Hen House. And, uh, I like yeah, it. Very professional. It feels, uh, like, it feels like we're in Amsterdam, as I said to you before. It? it feels <laughs> like we're sneaking off into a little side room. I've got a little – not that I've, I've – yeah, that's not – Jesus, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but no, first of all, big thanks to Riley for stepping in and uh, and um, helping me out on last week's podcast, finding a few winners as well, having a bit of a laugh. Um, that was that was tremendous stuff by Riley Dot Morgan. But the guru is back, uh, making his debut at the Hen House. We're really professional these days at the one one, yeah, aren't we? Hey, moving moving on up. Episode one twenty one, BJ. If you haven't heard, yeah, moving on up. Uh, how you been? Moving on up. Yeah, well, well, yeah, well. Looking forward to getting uh, back into the form this week. Um, yeah, I had a week off, and it was. Uh, you feel refreshed after having a week off, planned or unplanned. Um, yeah, you feel quite uh, quite refreshed to to get back into the form and get stuck in. And it's a fairly long, continuous campaign for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I always tell myself, we'll have a week off, we'll have a break, and you never quite do. You never just just sit back and just don't pull the trigger. And I'm really bad because I obviously do Barker, Albany, Jero, Kalgoorlie. I'm doing every single meeting. Um, and I, I think they're the best ones to do as well. So, um, yeah, a little refresher has me um, has me excited for, for Karakata Week, mm. BJ. Big week for you, Karakata Week. Yeah, I don't take, – take have us, I ever told you? Take us back. To 2019. Take us back. That was only um, – <laughs> 2019. Well, anyway, we, uh, we had a little battler, just a little battler in the uh, in the Karakata play. He debuted. 26s to 6s in a Bunbury maiden. Jared Noski settled midfield. Amelia's Contraire, written by – Damien Oliver, Oliver was the favourite that day. Um, yeah, they went up $26. Dig Day didn't see the trial, obviously. Grow up, lads. Uh, it was into six bucks pretty quickly. It was quite nice. I only got a little bit on, but I shared it with my old man, a few of the owners, and we had a little fill on debut. Went to the Perth Stakes on a leaderboys day. Made nice ground for those with a keen enough eye. They would have said, that's a good run. That's a very good run. Went to the Karakata, hopeful. Not, not confident, but hopeful, I'd say, BJ. Around about the $25 mark again. How lucky price, mm. clearly. And um, Jericho Missile. Short price favourite. What price is that? Two dollars fifty. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. short price favourite that day sure. was in front of us, and I thought, well, that's the right spot to be. You know, it'd help us maybe hop into a hole in the run. To be honest with you, I thought it was all over, but um, yeah. Then Pikey was niggling at uh, the David Harrison train Jericho missile a fair way from home, and I thought, oh, what's happening here? And none of the other fancies were travelling that well or in the right spots. Miss West Coast was deep. Tinsnip was deep. Um, popped out at the right time, and at two hundred, I tell you, what, I reckon at the hundred meter mark, you watch the race again, and we're not. It's not over. But I knew for some reason I was halfway down the straight and um, carrying on like a pork chop, which uh, isn't uh, all that unusual for me. So Karakata Plate 2019, Dig Date, did that and won. Did that. Did you actually want me to tell you that story or are you just goading me then? <laughs> I was just, I, mate, I just wanted you to wanted to sort of get a small sample of what it felt like to be a oh, Karakata Plate winning owner. Something. Um, yeah, something. It was a. Uh, it, was, it, was a it was a special occasion. Though. It was a very special occasion. Yeah, it was. It was uh, one that will uh, one that will never uh, never be forgotten. So, um, yeah. Actually, know. and it's quite timely because we've got uh, Dig Deep's co-trainer Benny Pierce 
coming up on our jockey versus trainer mastermind, taking on Kate Witten. Looking forward to that. We certainly do. We got Wits versus Piercy um, <laughs> for this week to the finals for the final spot in the semi-finals. We got three through uh, already. Um, so yeah, looking forward to uh, surely Karakata week. Benny will lift. Yeah, you'd yeah. think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to our Mundaring Hotel Debra Racing Mastermind later in the show. But uh, while you were gone, Terry, mm. we had the uh, the WA Oak State last Saturday. Lady Chan, of course, thrown out by Riley.Morgan and myself on last week's edition of the 1-1. And Alaskan God won the Mel Vista, charged into favouritism for the WATC Derby next Saturday. Yeah. What were your views <clears throat> on the Oaks and the Mel Vista? <clears throat> uh, the Oaks was, a, well, the Oaks is, a, let's be honest, the Oaks was probably a class one, just worth a quarter of a mil. So, extremely well done, though, for um, for Brock to get Lady Chant up third or fourth up. Uh, I can see exactly where you guys were coming from. There's a bit of money as well. I don't know whether that was following you guys, but um, yeah, there was a bit of money around about that time as well. But um, if the winner of the Oaks, Lady Chant, if any of them come out and challenge in the Derby, I'll be very surprised, BJ. I think there's a um, – with the – we'll talk about the Karakata later, but I don't think there's much between – forgetting Amelia's jaw, I don't think there's much between the girls and the boys. I think mm-hmm. they're all pretty even. There's some lines through horses like She's Graceful and Street Parade and stuff, yeah. and they're all yep. quite similar. Again, forgetting the favourite. Um, but with the staying boys versus girls, the the lads seem to have a real domination, like pa- a panel's domination type thing. But um, the one thing I will say, and I, I've been knocking the price, not the horse, um, Tricks of the Trade – Great stuff up to yeah. up to that journey. Thought that was super outspoken lad going forward and boxing boxing on like that. Um, but yeah, on, on the surface, on the surface, you'd suspect the uh, the Derby's a, a tour race. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, two two pretty good horses too. Two really. yeah, yeah, very very exciting yeah. horses. Two very exciting you could imagine horses. they're they're the type of horses who can spell post Derby and come back and be prominent over a Masters series. You know even. Um, yeah, they just they've yep. got some quality about them both Alaskan God and Tricks of the so. Trade, and there's a few bit part players in the three odd series that have come through that are also going to you imagine going to develop into really nice horse. I know Rockinori um, pulled up Shinsaw after yeah. finishing finishing fifth, mm-hmm. but his his Robert Stakes win at his third start debut was campaign excellent, yeah. excellent. So yeah, there's some there's a bit of meat on the bone when it comes to these autumn three year olds. So um, yeah, it's been it's been good viewing, and of course it. It sort of wraps up. Everything gets wrapped up in a bow next week's WATC Derby. And as uh, Terry mentioned, Alaskan God versus Tricks of the Trade is pretty much the way it looks, isn't it? <coughs> yeah, it certainly does. I reckon there'll be most people will be uh, cheering. Well, a lot of people will be cheering on Alaskan God because I know a lot of futures punters that have been on mm. the 50s, 40s, 30s, 20s, people taking sixes, fives. Uh, the four bucks after it won last week was there for five, ten minutes. So um, while Tricks of the Trade's always been at the head of the market and probably not taking many bets. So I dare say there'll be naturally a lot more supporters and hope in the uh, Alaskan Gods uh, camp. I thought it was a really good win from Alaskan God. It was funny just how racing, because I, I, I didn't have much of a bet last. I did have I did have a little crack at Alaskan God. Um, I did my absolute, absolute bum on the Oaks. Had some futures. Had, had a real good book. Just the greatest book. But I didn't, so have, didn't, I didn't, didn't have the mentality. To lie. No, I was meant to lay off. I was meant to back every other horse. Yeah. But I just thought, you know what? I'm killing it at the moment. Who cares? It's <laughs> so I you have did, absolute, absolutely done my ass on the oaks. Like properly done my ass. So on you the didn't oaks. appreciate my uh, my post race. Nah, you sent me. Nah, <laughs> I, I felt bad after that. Basically, told you to piss off. <laughs> no, nah, that was a good find. That was a really good find. I just well, was I like, thought, I was I, just so annoyed at myself. For I not thought chopping. we um we when we spoke on the Friday that yeah, you, I didn't you, mind you, it. Yeah, well. yeah. yeah, yeah I, so I just I just assumed you were. I had a I had a big book of like yeah. Mainly Arcadia gemmed run a hole at sort of four, five, six bucks. And I had a really good book. And I, I could have chopped out and made it a, a 
no lose race, but I, just, I didn't have the mentality. Um, but um, Alaskan God, just just what I was saying before, is it, how fickle racing can be. It was Alma Harman who led the three wide line. Actually, took it into the race reasonably yeah. well, all things considering. If, if if a spot opens up for Alma Harman and it pops in at any stage, yeah, Tricks yeah. the Trade wins the race because Alaskan God's going to have to sit three deep, no cover, and I don't, I don't think it's winning three deep, no cover. It still probably runs a nice race. But that's probably the difference between a couple of lengths, you'd say at least. So it's just, yeah, it's just how fickle racing can be and and whatnot. But um, yeah, I still thought the run of Alaskan God, despite getting that nice card up three wide, it's still not easy to pr- improve your position the whole way through a race like it did on the yeah. back of that horse. Yeah, so. you're right. So it just got s- kept getting sucked into the race, didn't it? Do you know yeah, what I mean? so it, did. It, it did. It wasn't able just to sort of, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. But also, it wasn't even able just to get around the bend neat. Sort of had to sort of wet the field fan underneath him a couple of times. He had got shunted. And had to sort of yeah. change his course. And even Chris yep. had to get rolling at the 6 7 under. Yeah. I think he would have preferred. Chris likes to stay on a back for as long as possible, yep. and that's what the good jockeys do. So, yep. um, yeah, I think you'll find, um, yeah, there is much between. Who, who is your early doors? You with Alaskan God? Yeah. Making yeah. the call now, pre barriers, pre everything? Yeah, I've, yeah, I've been on Alaskan yep. God's uh, coattails for a while now, but um, we, uh, we, we're we probably going to have a quick chat to Dan Morton soon yeah. so we can ask him all about Alaskan God. If, Before, if but, they do get tricks of the trade up, though, I'll tell you what, winning at 1,200 and, or 1,000 even, what was its first win? 1,200 and 2,400 in the same campaign. That's incredible. Even for a, uh, a seasoned trainer like Mr. Webster, that's a. That's a proper effort. That's uh, elite. elite bell winning 2100 and 1200 same campaign. I thought that was incredible. So. Elite, elite stuff, yeah. and just goes to show the the quality of the of the animal. Mm. Um, before we before we move any further forward, we had the first meeting of Kalgoorlie, one of your favourite mm, stomping grounds. Um, got a couple going around on Saturday. Do you? Yeah, we got first. We're not in the book yet. We got one for with Nick Carapalotti called Saturday Sinner. Um, we actually, we genuinely don't know how we're going to go. Like, he's like, it's working well. We're happy with it. It's not in a strong race. Well, there's no strong races out there. And Leocardo going around the 13s to threes horse. I think if uh, it goes poorly, that might be it for Leocardo. Well. All right. So was there, was there a bit of a delay at Kalgoorlie last week? Lightning, I believe. Oh, okay. Oh, I was lightning up at Jero. That was the delay at Jero. Yeah, was it? I think the, maybe the ambulance wasn't. I don't on. know what the delay. Yeah. How gooly I think it was, was. maybe ambulance or a uh, doctor wasn't on course, pushed yeah, everything okay. back. I was going to say there was a bit delay happening. at Jero because of lightning, a, though. Yeah, and then the, what happened with Jero? The last three races got abandoned, did they? Yeah, just went out of moral coming up as well. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's always the way, isn't it? You have a couple of tough races, and you think, "Oh, we got me good ones coming up." Gets abandoned. Well, actually, doesn't happen that often. Actually, <laughs> now, now that I say it out loud, I realise that's not really what actually occurs. So, so yeah, provincial anyway, out of on the, on the outer provincials, it was uh, it was a it was interesting old start to the yeah a bit of a and chaotic. We couldn't get, where was our storm down here? Yeah, it, end, it ended up a good three. Crip messaged me and said, "Is that is that right?" Oh yeah, yeah. They had to get it, and, and you know what? Usually, I'm the first one to. I, I like to. But there's nothing they could do about that. They've no. done the right thing by not watering. Otherwise, you're going to get a track that's too wet with the expected rain comes. So they've just they've been stiff. And I mean, again, especially this way, with especially zero with to what is it? Zero to a thousand millimeters again every day. It's like oh, I can say that. Well, okay, let's have, let's let's do the form for the Caracatta. Either horses number one to seventeen will win. One okay. of the, one of those seventeen will win. <laughs> BJ, that's what Bomber doing at the moment. <laughs> is it have a crack? Grow up. Oh, it's not a great. Just, just have a crack. You know? Have a crack, Pom. Have a crack. Yeah. Now, just to put into context what Terry is saying. So last week, we rolled into Ascot. Good four. Would you allow four? No, I, I, I just messy I'd, on the day. Four, four, five. It was sort of like it would get to Buster Bash conditions. Yeah. You thought type of thing. Yes. Yeah, I, I imagine so. But what happened was, swear to God's gone around and they've run raw numbers, five point one lengths faster than average, mm. and that was a two-year-old thousand-meter race. And then Snippalicious 
you know, West Speed, average West Speed races run seven lengths faster than the average in a 1,000-meter race. So it's, it's lightning, yeah. right? And then, um, of course, during the day, Centimet and Queens run nine lengths faster than average for the mile. So as you can see, there was a, it was a very fast deck and they were left with no alternative but to, um, but to upgrade. I think the only race that wasn't faster than average raw figures on the day was the Oaks, which was because they just went so slow early. But, um, but yeah, so they, I'm pretty sure it was after race three, they changed it from a good four to a good three. But, but you can imagine yeah, no, they've I'm got to protect the track because they've got uh, Karakata Plate coming up, WA Derby coming up as well. So if they don't do the, if they water the track, then rain comes and it bug, then it chops the whole track up. Then yep. they're, they're left to have to patch things together for a, um, for the two features remaining in the autumn carnival. So, um, right move from a, um, risk point of view by the track maintenance team. However, the, the rain just didn't come. Exactly There's nothing right. you can do about that. So anyway, we're, um, we better have a chat to Dan Morton. Not only mm. does he have, uh, Alaskan God, the nominal favorite for the WA Derby next Saturday, but, I guess more pointedly, he has kiss on all four cheeks in the three million dollar Doncaster Mile at Randwick on uh, Saturday. And um, are we declaring? I think he's confident. Yeah, but let's let's spring, what am I, yeah, a yeah, little that, declaration. That, what price are we? Twenty thirty to one, something like that. But let's hear it from the man himself. Okay, Danny Morton, all the way from Royal Randwick. Welcome back to the one one. How are you, mate? Yeah, well, man, how are we? Yeah, very well, very well, Danny. Very exciting week um, coming up. Well, we're in the midst of a very exciting week with Kiss and All Four Cheeks going around in the, is that the $3 million? $3 million Doncaster. Oh, $3 million Doncaster handicap. And um, she just wins. Hey, Danny. Uh, well, yeah, no, that's, that's my plan. Don't know if <laughs> lining up with anybody else. Uh, no, I'm I'm seriously very happy with her. She's, um, yeah, settled in perfect. The work's been good. Weather is what it is, but um, yeah, we're happy to take our place. What is the weather, Dan? Horrendous. <laughs> Where are you walking? You're walking at the moment as well. Mate, mate I'm walking up a hill. I'm going to start parving here in a minute, so you have to bear with me. <laughs> Very hilly here in Randwick. So I'm just, I'm just looking. I'm just looking at the uh, at the fields here. So we've got a heavy ten already for for Randwick on um, on uh, Doncaster Day. So. Wow, What's it just has it just not stopped? Has it just not stopped raining since you've been there, Dan? No, correct. They've had the wettest March in history. There you go. So it doesn't get any wetter. So of course we uh, kiss it off four cheeks. You you landed in Melbourne. You decided to dodge the dodge the weather and uh, and give her a run there. And she won the Shaftesbury Avenue uh, fourteen hundred meters at Flemington. And then you've uh, headed to Sydney. Uh, originally, the plan was to go to the Emancipation, then to the Queen of the Turf next Saturday, but you've um, you've dodged a a rose, a pretty dodgy Rose Hill circuit last Saturday. They ended up getting moved to Newcastle on the Monday, and you've opted to uh, go full steam ahead into the Doncaster, fifty one kgs, and you've ended up with um, Alicia Collette riding at the at the uh, at the lightweight there. Um, what? Uh, how did you end up with Alicia on board? And um, are we still going to be kissing off four cheeks, Doncaster, Queen of the Turf next Saturday? That's the plan. Um, yeah, so how did we end up with Alicia? I, because I originally wasn't planning to go to the Doncaster, I didn't have anybody lined up. So um, there's a lot of horses sort of on the minimum. And, yeah, so, um, you know, just had to really do some homework. Um, Alicia comes. Very well recommended. She um, goes very well, holds her own here, rides the weight, no issues. So, um, yeah, happy to have her on. And, yeah, the plan is 
if we get through in one piece, um, the race the week after does look a nice race for her as well. In the uh, the Shaftesbury Avenue, um, at about the eight hundred, did you just did you start thinking about the next plan? Because obviously you could tell it about the eight hundred meter mark that it was it was a matter of how far, couldn't you, Danny? Oh, it's it's easy to say in hindsight, <laughs> but honestly, once 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 they'd gone a hundred meters out of the barriers and she settled where she was, I thought you know she's just got to turn up now. Um, she's going to take a water beaten, and you know, it was uh, pretty easy watching the end, which was nice. So yeah, no. Always, you know, when you travel horses, if you can nail one early, it um, takes the heat off and indicates your decisions, and uh, yeah, and you get a bit excited about what could be. So, so Dan, with all the wet tracks, have you? <clears throat> pardon me, have you been able to still been able to get the work that you wanted to get into? Kiss on all four cheeks, and have you had to make any sacrifices or adjustments to your methods to get her prime for Doncaster today? No, luckily, um, I'm just trying to get out of the wind for you a bit. Luckily. Um, Weather, you know, work-wise, the rain's sort of been, you know, just misses enough to um, allow us to get the work into her. She's um, she's had good gallops, haven't missed a beat there, um, and she's had good grass practice as well. She's on the Kensington where they race and on one of the inside grasses, so she's had a couple of spin arounds on, you know, heavy cans already. Uh, I know it's only track work, but she's coped very well with that and worked very well. So. Danny, you've got to run her uh, in Western Australia as well at Ascot as well, a horse that uh, I think the majority of us are going to be pretty keen on. Uh, in Other One Son, um, it was actually a little little story for you, Danny. We actually beat you on debut with one of the Halatorian owners. Oh, uh, how good's that oh. form? I'll tell you what, how good's that form? <laughs> I just realised that. Well done, lads. Um, but other one, I thought first up, that effort with the 60 kilos against a really sharp sprinter in Harmika was huge. Um, oh, you got the green man. <laughs> Did you, that? You, got, you got the green man at the lights. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bloody pedestrian anyway. Um, yeah, no, he's... I, I hope the horse isn't pedestrian. <laughs> Uh, she's she's back again, nice and warm in a box, all good. Um, the question? I, don't one, son, yeah. I don't even know if I asked yeah, him. He's a really progressive horse. He, I thought he could have been a derby horse, but just a, you know, he was very early in his prepping, mm. very inexperienced, and it was just going to come up too quick for him. But um, yeah, I reckon he's a very nice horse in the making. Stay, Stay was coming off a big week down. Of course, you won the Mel Vista last sad day with Alaskan God, speaking of WA Derbies. And uh, Bazoom, uh, your Burgess Queen winning filly, resumed with a win against the older horses. Good to see that the stable ticking along well without you um, being hands-on at the helm. Obviously, a, a big tick to your staff over here in West Australia for keeping things moving in a positive direction with you away. Absolutely. You know, it's important, um, you know, I've been lucky enough to travel over the years, and it's important that the system just works, um, which it does. We've got an excellent crew, um, you know, that all know, you know, sort of pull their weight and do their jobs properly. So, um, you know, and the horses have been going great. So, yeah, it's been, uh, it, does, you know, it doesn't always go swimmingly, as we know, but um, there we go, now we've got a siren. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's all happening in Sydney, isn't it? Are you, are you robbing the bookies already, Danny? <laughs> the early, early payout, kissing all four cheeks. I'm under arrest. Ah, oh, geez. Before we let you go, I'm going to ask a silly question. You've had some very good horses over the journey, and this is probably a question which you're going to hate to answer. You've had the scenic blast, scenic uh, um, shot, scenic shot. My personal favourite was scenic shot. Kissing all four cheeks. Are up there with the best. 
Oh, you know, she's still she hasn't won a group one, but um, I think it's I think it's within her. So um, yeah, like I don't reckon I've trained a better mare for that way. So you know, a little bit of luck will be saluting soon. Yeah, no worries, Dan. So bar- barrier seven, <clears throat> fifty-one kgs, just feels like she's just going to be in the right spot, and if she can. If she can manage, I haven't seen BJ this bullish if in she a can, while. If she can manage to... Uh, Since to, he swore on that podcast to be always. <laughs> <laughs> if she can manage to handle the uh, the heavy 10, she's got to be got to be a major contender in uh, in a wide open Doncaster. And, of course, um, then uh, all things being equal, moving into the Queen of the Turf next Saturday. Alaskan God in the WATC Derby next Saturday. It's all happening from Morton Racing point of view. But... Danny, for all us West Australians, good luck in the mm. uh, Doncaster Mile. $3 million on the table uh, with uh, Star Mayor kissing all four cheeks. And, yeah, wish you all the best. Uh, thanks, guys. Appreciate the support. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Danny. All righty. It's time to partner with Betfair and preview Karakata Plate Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton, we're recording uh, episode 121 of The One One, your West Australian racing podcast. It's just after 12 noon on Thursday, the 31st of March, Bunbury Turf Club at Ascot today, Albany tomorrow, that's Friday, Ascot and Kalgoorlie on Saturday, and it's Pinjarra Cup Day on Sunday, Guru. Yes, it certainly is. We'll go home later and have a quick look at that, but, uh, oh God, lucky, pretty impressive in the Southwest Cup. Yeah, it was, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, over a long way from home. Yes. Mm. Uh, now, nice if it was a start earlier, BJ. Bet, yes. Tell me about it. Betfair Edge. Betfair Edge. Well, uh, thanks to Latham last week filled in for me as well. Latham, Latham Anderson. Yeah, Latham Anderson went in. Um, yeah, the lads. Young, young flying, <coughs> one, one alumni. Yeah, no, Latham went brilliantly and um, yeah, I think he declared Alaskan God, so he got the chockies there and uh, yeah, no, he had a lot of fun with Miles and Miles was raving about his performance. So I appreciate uh, Latham filling in for us, but uh, and da- they had, we actually had Danny Morton on last week as well, the lads sorted. So um, yes, I'm well, You're back. You're back? I'm back, yeah. Latham's been kicked. Yeah, sorry, Lath, you're done. Lathan's been omitted. Yeah, Lathan, <laughs> L. Anderson out. Um, but yes, we're back on uh, back on air tomorrow, and uh, I think they're chasing Simon Miller. But I'm sure that every man and his dog's trying to have a word with Simon this week. So we'll, we'll see how we go. Okay. And don't forget, BJ, to stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the Market City Meets Get Out Stakes competition. And don't forget, it's heat for. It's the final week of the quarterfinals, even though it's round one. We're going to call it the quarterfinals, <laughs> where we have Kate Whitten representing the jockeys, taking on Ben Caracata Plate winning Pierce, taking on uh, representing the trainers. Mm. So, ding donger. Kate Whitten. Who's your tip early? Kate Whitten versus Ben Pierce. Dead eight? Yeah. Yeah? I've written a few extra questions. We'll see whether we, with, we, whether we need <laughs> them or not. Oh, but you're full of confidence, aren't you? But I, well, I, just, uh, I, I actually thought Benny Pierce might um, might have a bit of uh, potential from mm. a mastermind point of view. So he's been around for a while. He's uh, got his finger on the pulse, so we'll see how we go. They just called him old and uh, well, mainly just old. We <laughs> <laughs> get Colin on soon as well. Yeah, hang on. Still upset. No, yeah. I've tried Cole a few times. I've, once you get rejected a few times, you stop trying, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Cole. I thought he would be. He'd so be did I. heavily involved. Got mastermind. Got no guts. Yeah, right. All right, Cole. Well, there's <laughs> always there's always a there's always an opening here at the one one for you, oh. Cole. If you want to ever want to chime in, um, let's get cracking on Karakata Play Day preview. Guru, Rail is in the six meter position. Uh, what are we thinking after uh, we had such a firm deck last Saturday? What are we thinking for this Saturday? Well, we got some northerlies. Um, the great. 
racehorse. We've got some northerlies, I think, in uh, in play. Eastleys, northerlies. Uh, potential rain again. Who knows? I think we can't really allow for the rain, BJ. Just allow for a good four. If it rains on the day, then figure it out. But uh, yeah, who knows how it'll play. Um, I'm just allowing. It's, it's more likely to be on than off pace, but that doesn't mean it's going to be either or either. It's just more likely you to be out? on pace. Not allowed to. Still, uh, a few of the material witness owners are heading out, but I think you have to book yeah, in. Yeah, I'm on a uh, I'm on a table up in the flying colours. Oh, I was I got asked about it. No, I'm um, down south for the weekend. Going yeah, down with a few of the death. Yeah, a few of the uh, yeah, a few friends. I thought they might have been getting you there to present the Karakata Plate trophy. Yeah, I need to do that. You know how like the well, Norm Smith well, medalist. I just, uh, just now just realised they haven't done that. It's just yeah. you've just. It's quite confronting. You should, you should be able to pass the torch on to the next winning connection. I think that should be a thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind that, yeah. actually. Bob just passes it to himself all the time. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't need that. Uh, race one is the Tab Touch West Speed Platinum Autumn Series Heat. I think we had Heat 1 last week. This is Heat 2. 1,100 metres. Some, a few of the same horses going around as well. But uh, funny little West Speed Platinum to kick things off. Uh, funny uh, little West Speed Platinum. That's another. Funny that's little. another way of saying this is absolutely DS. dog shit. This is <laughs> horrid. This is horrid. I'm going to go through all eight in yeah. a minute timing. Okay, one, right. two, three. Sir Mambo, I don't think it ever wins another race. Like a Jaguar had the back of pink and grey, had the right run to do everything right. Bar shoe goes on. And it makes a lot of sense, but dearie me. Bedouin Bell, blinkers on it, cannot cannot race without blinkers off. So it blinkers on, barrier one. It, it's probably the one that's got a few things in its favour comparative to last start. Short talk just went that poorly. I can't consider it. Lord Lonsdale needs further. Pink and grey uh, just doesn't win. Doesn't just win. does not win horse races. Red Inferno is going pretty well. It's going okay, drawn all right. Again, it, it's from a yard. Yeah, you, you, I mean, what price do you want to take? And then Audi La um, will go around as the outsider of the field. But I tell you what, fresh. There's no reason it can't run a little bit of a race. Audi, Audi La either, um, either wins or runs 99 yeah, lengths last. So, 100%. Yeah. So it's just really, really poor. So the, the thing that struck me with this race is the fact that the horse that I can see improvement in from the fact that blinkers go on, it's drawn a gate. Field um, position. Field position mm. is better than Bell. And, and in a very, very poor horse race, there's no way it, for me is $10, $11. That's, to me, that's the wrong price. I've marked it favourite. I rushed this race. Yeah. I did this last. I was upset that I had to do this race. Um, yeah, I felt dumber afterwards. Um, but better and Bell, I marked sub five dollars, so I'm going to have a little win bet. Better and Bell, ten, eleven dollars, and um, I'm happy with that. I'm happy. I'm happy losing on Better and Bell, which is something I will not say very often. I remember the day I tipped um, Deck and Chemery won't let me forget who did I tip. Sniffy misses my best of the day. I'm not tipping this as my best of the day, but I'm tipping Better and Bell. Thanks. And if Audi, Audi last shortened now, is it? Yeah. Uh, I saw 30 bucks before. Yeah, anyway, I'll probably get out to that again. Yeah, but yeah. Just back the roughies here. Basically. Yeah, I, I they're all so bad. Yeah. What about what about Lord Lonsdale? Was, the 1100 is a bit short for Lord Lonsdale, yeah. I suppose. Po but, point of difference, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. For, for me, I uh, marked Red Inferno favourite. Yeah. <laughs> I was second favourite. Yeah. Yeah. So I was I was uh, 550 Red Inferno, 650 Better and Bell. So that was. Oh, the, you were 650 yeah. Better and Bell? Yeah. That yeah was, okay. that was, I thought Better and Bell actually hit the line pretty I'm good. I'm basically the, the exact yeah. opposite in my mind. I'm 440 Better and Bell, 535 Red Inferno, and I've yeah. just respected Chris Neville like a Jaguar 535. Yeah, I, I was uh, 650, sorry, 750 for like a Jaguar as well. So Pink and Grey will be popular, yeah. but have a look at it when it's had its chance to win. It's just so weak. Yeah, it's almost, it it, just it's, it's so almost, weak. almost a horse who races better when it's not leading as well, do you mm. think? Pink, I don't know. It's a funny, funny horse. Just yeah. when you think the planets are aligned for Pink and Grey, it just can't seem to get it done. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I just thought Red Inferno had a couple of excuses down the straight at Pinjarra first up. 
Uh, strips fitter, can hold a spot from four. Um, won a race at Narrogin really well last prep. Prior to that, ran third to Real Danger at Northern. Then it came to the town, was a fast finishing second midweek to Heavenly Waters, $6.50 SP that day. I think in a thin old race, field position, early in its prep, 55 kgs dropping from 58 first up. I think uh, Red Inferno, Jay McNaught, I think uh, it's going to be hard to beat and I can see exactly where you're going with Bedouin Bell. If you're stuck for a bet here, just lay the entire field because none of them might finish. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's a possibility. <laughs> this is pretty ordinary stuff. So, Well, after a pretty soft old start to Karakata play day, we've got a bit more talent. Going around in this three-year-old dash, Terry, eleven hundred meters for the uh, for the three-year-olds. Some few, a few smart horses. Smart, smart. <laughs> Nigel, smart horses. Your horses. Uh, do you remember Nigel Smart when he walked over the um, the coals? Did you ever see that? Mm, and he burnt the hell out. Million, of, burnt the hell out of his feet. No. <laughs> You, you Adelaide, know, you know it was like a spiritual retreat that Adelaide Crows were on, oh, and uh, they were like, it wasn't collective minds or yeah, something like that. Like, actually, they should have done better, shouldn't they? And Nigel Smart was walking over these coals, like you, you know, you walk on hot coals mm-hmm. and it's not supposed to burn your feet and it burned the crap out of his feet. You know what that? You know what that doesn't sound <laughs> smart. Doesn't sound smart. Doesn't smart. Right. Anyway, so uh, we digress, but we've got some uh, nice horses going around. Mm. Harmika, next med- two, next two, three old races are great. Yeah, they're very good. Harmika. State of Power, Medellin, Rock and Rupert, their Snipperucci, Pat's got Sass, all genuine Saturday grade mm. three-year-olds squaring off on Karakata Plate Day. Race to 1,100 metres. Early thoughts on uh, on the way that the market has shook out this morning? Yeah, I think the market's sort of ma- uh, making sense now. It's a race I really want to play, but I'm not – there's there's two ways, two, ways, two ways this race is run, BJ, mm-hmm. um, because you've got quite a lot of speed in this. So I, I can't imagine there'll be much – um, intent from either of the two ruffies in the current market, Wuhan Warrior or Diamond Blue, to probably hand up after what happened. I think they'll both want to be going forward. Harmika, Lucy, and Adam, they've shown their hand. They're happy to sort of park behind them. So Harmika probably just ends up on the um, on the back of those two, potentially on the back of Wuhan Warrior, um, which could end up with Metallon drawn out wide coming across. It could end up that there isn't all that much room, and that, that's one thing that worries me, being on the back. I always like if you're going to be on the back of a horse, especially over a sprint journey, you want to be on one that's going to take you nicely into the race, and that worries me a little bit. So if Harmaker gets held up um, and then has to sprint alongside State of Power and Rock and Rupert, um, mm. the race just might be set up for State of Power and Rock and Rupert to come down the outside and get into it. Rock and Rupert can even jump and settle closer. So that's what worries me. I think the winner definitely comes from those three runners. Um, I, I'm pretty happy to put a line through the rest. Big watch, Snipperucci, but I need to see how it's going to go with a sit in a race because I presume that's going to be the tactics after watching the trial. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need to see that in a race. If it beats me, it beats me. So be it. I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, Metallon, I couldn't couldn't back with your money. That'll be my lay of the day. Spoiler alert. I'm go I'm sixteen seventeen eight dollars. Metallon. Go yeah. for. After would nearly, you, nearly you, my best of the day last start. And would you go forward or go back? Metallon. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably go forward yeah. because um, I said I think Rock and Rupert state of power, and they're going to try and ride Snipperucci cold. So even if Jade can't get to the breeze, the one one's not a complete impossibility. Um, coming from last, you're going to out-sprint State of Power, Rock and Rupert. I'm not sure. But it's not, it, it depends. Maybe you look at this as an opportunity to learn something, yeah. about, the, learn something about the horse. So I wouldn't be um, – I don't think I'd be critical either way, which, yeah. whichever way they decide to ride it. But it's, it's just a difficult – Jade's a bit unlucky here because McGrady's had two good draws and, and he's and it's run two good races. Jade now hops on from a draw where – and even if Sean McGrady's on the horse, I've still got to 
considerably longer than the current market. So it's a race I like to bet into because I have it so much longer. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just struggling to – I think under normal conditions, Harmeeker gets off their backs at the right time goes, it'll it'll probably win. But I just have a, a sneaking suspicion that the shape of this race and the way I've got it mapped, um, State of Power, Rock and Rupert, could be the ones down the outside. So I'm $3 and – 25 cents Harmeeker, 360 state of power. I'm a bit surprised. I could have been probably a bit longer there and $4.80 Rock and Rupert. So potentially there's a couple of bets there. But at this stage, like, yeah, at this stage I'm pretty happy to just continue to think. I'm not really sure exactly how we'll go about it. But I think one of those three, you could just about create a little book. What are they, three, five, seven? That's boring as anything, you know, but you could just about create a little book with those three. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm pretty confident they're the three that will fight out the finish. I was three twenty Harmika. Yeah, I think Harmika can breeze and win. Interesting to know. Breeze. Interesting to know. Do you reckon Diamond Blue will, or who's it breezing at? Because Diamond oh. Blue was quicker than Wilhelm Warrior last start. Yeah. And what they do with Metallon is interesting. Say Metallon does go back, um, BJ. Then Lucy's got the opportunity to stay out of the speed battle and hop to the back of the one one. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah. I don't want to allow for a horse to get all. All, all I was going to say is that just just be. Uh, check scratchings, uh, punters, because Wuhan Warriors and Acceptor at Pinjarra on Sunday. Uh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, just just double check because I th- I thought it was I thought I caught it in the noms. Oh look, that's that's the thing. I might be allowing for that, and then Wuhan Warrior comes out. You yeah. get bugger all deductions, and Harmika then probably just about. Well, they, they should instruct it to lead. Yeah, they should really say just just kick on. If if Harmika leads it, it should be all over. So. Yeah, if Harmika can pinch a march on State of yeah. Power and Rock and Rupert Sniperucci, those. And depending on what they do with metal on uh, field position wise, I think Harmika's just got is in a spot where it can uh, we can sort of dominate and control the race from its field position. And Smart Philly got over the top of other one son the other day. That form's good, which we'll be talking about him shortly. Um, That's the problem though. We're both three, uh, we're both three twenty. It's she's into three bucks now. Brad went up about four fifty, which was definitely a when Medellon and Harmika met uh, two starts ago. Medlon had fuel position on Harmika. I don't expect that to be the case again on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot more in Harmika's favour here yep. than from that from that start. But um, yeah, three dollars isn't going to get me. But I wouldn't begrudge people betting at three dollars. But with what you said about Wuhan Warrior, that changes the whole race. So I'm yep. just even though there's a couple that are overs here, it's because I'm so long metal, and I'm probably just going to stay out till stay out till the day. And um, yeah, it's a good horse race. Yeah, it's not. Nice. That was it's really nice. non-committal, wasn't it? Yeah, Harmika for me, but. Um, I uh, again, we, we're sort of we're in a bit of yep. limbo here with uh, Wuhan Warrior being such an important piece of the puzzle from a from a race shape point of view. So uh, we'll Rock and Rupert's last run was going to go close. Yeah. It was super. And, and look, if if Wuhan Warrior stays in, then the seven dollars Rock and Rupert, if that hangs around, that that just about probably comes about. You know, yep. maybe saving state of power and taking on Harmika in that sense. But if Wuhan Warrior comes out, then then those two drift dramatically, and I don't want to take a price about either of them now. So yeah. I can't really comment on a race that's going to change shape on Saturday morning potentially. Hold fire. Yep. Hold fire. Uh, race three, another three-year-old race, another doozy, 1,400 metres this time, and uh, we've got probably three really, really quality horses. Other one's son, River Rubicon, and Catelpa. But other one's son, is he's the one who's dominating proceedings from a betting point of view of the market, Terry. Yeah, he certainly is. Um, yeah, I, I'm a big other one's son fan. I Just ever since he ran second to a Halatorian on debut, which is really, really strong form, BJ, um, running second to a, um, to a horse of, of that quality, 
It's just, especially on debut, isn't it? It's just, it's just, uh, it really says you're going to have a good career. So that caliber, caliber. but uh, (laughs) what I liked about um, other ones on first up, no trial. Harmika is a fit sprinter. Uh, He actually gave Harmika a kilo as well. Took a kilo more. There was more money for other ones, son. Not that I put too much, uh, too much into that. But um, look, I just think other ones, son. 55, 64, and a 62 plus. The biggest dangers drawn the widest. Uh, has to carry four and a half kilos more. And I think other ones, son, maybe a more progressive horse. That that's just subjective. That's we're not really sure about that. Look, I, I just think bad luck beats other ones, son. I'm a dollar sixty, dollar sixty five. I just think this is your um, this is your good thing for the day. Even money, and I'm I'm pretty happy having a, a really good go. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I sort of not going to overthink it. I thought that this was the the um, yeah the, banker. The yeah, this was the one. J Dub. Yeah, especially with the the. I mean, okay. So you're Steve Wolf and Paul Harvey. What are you thinking with Rubicon here tactically? Uh, you probably go forward yeah. in saying that you're going to have Corn Cob, which will be ridden for speed. I think KMA will be ridden quieter here, even though yeah. it breezed last time out. And um, that was day related. The three down the bottom, the three roughies, none of them have a huge amount of speed. No. So they're all probably midfield or worse. And they're basically not in the race. You can worry about them ever taking market percentage. KMA will only drift from, what is it at the moment? Last I looked was about seven, eight bucks. Yeah, right? yeah. That's yeah right too. $8. So KMA is only going to wobble from that price. Catalpa was a, Catalpa was a really... I didn't think it was a well-thought-out steer at all last start, to be honest with you. I didn't have a bet. It was too short for me. It was the one I wanted to be on, one I would have tipped. Yeah. Um, but with the amount of speed in that race, I just thought stay out of the speed battle come late, and they tried to hold a spot, which just to me was completely wild. A little bit of a story about that. I did a little quick quaddy, and again, my form was limited last week, but um, took two in the last leg, Catalpa and Recapitulate, EJ. Oh, wow. Yep. Well done. No, not well done. What? Bazoom. Oh, you didn't have Bazoom? Didn't have Bazoom, no. So anyway, you're not alive in the quaddy, right? Yeah. Not alive. In, I decided to take a stand against the three-year-old against the old horses, which is really smart against Danny Morton, the way he's training at the moment. Hi, Danny. And um, comes to the last, and um, I just thought, oh, I can't even, nah, nah. didn't get to my price, Catalpa. Didn't even think about back and recapitulate. So <laughs> just proper peanut. Just, a, just jump in a jar of peanut boy butter. Here. Yeah, he can train, can he? Yeah, Horses are improving, impro- improving panels for him. You just got to give him a natural plus two, three, four lengths. So, um, yeah, he's doing a great job. Do the well. horses for this is something I probably don't want to give away too much, but the horses for Elva Van Merwick, I think they might work together. I have no idea. I just know he used to ride for it. All of hers are going better than ever as well. So I presume that there might be some. Yeah, I, I'm, he, I'm I think purely he, guessing. I, think he's I have no from idea. Her property, but um, you he, all of her horses are going better than they ever he, have as well I'm by sure, a few lengths. Sure, he was apprenticed to Elva as well. There you go. So I think that might be a bit of uh, there. So might be something rubbing off there as well. So, so Paddy Carberry <clears> was three wide, no cover the entire last sat down. Catalpa. From one though, he's going to box it. You yeah, imagine from 100%. there, and um, just uh, just whether Catalpa is at the level of other ones, Sun and River Rubicon. Nice horse, Catalpa. Reckon he might be a length or so behind those two, these two at the head of the market. Myself, so I've marked them actually equal second favourites. Um, both just shy of seven bucks. So um, yeah, it's just other ones, Sun for me, BJ. Even to be honest. To be honest, a dollar ninety-five just about is a bet. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not a sub-even money punter, um, but yeah, I'm pretty happy to uh, pretty happy to get stuck in if we can just see just a two. That'd be lovely. Yeah, other one, son, uh, for me, uh, he's going to elevate off that first up run. He, the the improvement first up to second up last prep, you can only mm-hmm. imagine what's going to happen again yep. on Saturday. And if he gets if he gets uh, a race shape to suit out in front, lead. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, just hold yeah. out corn cob. Yeah, hold out corn cob. If corn cob's desperate, then um, yeah, corn cobs run good races leading and good races sitting in Geraldton. Yeah, so I really like, I really like. Yeah, corn nice cob. horse. It's one of my favourites. Corn. I cob. went through its replays and it's right. one from last and it's one yep. in front. So it's got some. It's four from seven. Yep, it's 
No, nah, corn cob can be a little bit juicy at times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see how corn cob goes. Uh, run into a pretty hot race here, but um, yeah, Green. other one, other one son uh, is the uh, the banker. I think for most people on Carrickana Plate Day. Yeah, yeah. Race four is the Old Comrade Stakes. Old Comrade, one of my all time favourite horses. Australian Cup winner, Railway Stakes winner, multiple Kingston Town Classic winner. Jeezy was a good horse. It was a shame that uh, he went and missed when he did, and we didn't get uh, to see the very, very best of him. He was a potential Cox Plate horse, was mm. old comrade, and uh, in the Cerise and White, Lindsay Smith, back in the day. Um, so we celebrate on old comrade with this uh, with this feature race, race four, the 1600 metres. It's basically the Grandstand Cup replicated. Plus si- playing Marika. Plus playing Marika, six-horse field. The plus playing Marika does... Yeah. It does throw an interesting element into the race, though, Terry. The old drop five kilos leaders back off seven days. You ever heard that playing where he goes well off seven days, VJ? Might, might have been I feel once, like I'm on repeat. Once or twice. <laughs> I feel like I'm on repeat with that. I actually wrote down the numbers again just for interest's sake. So playing Marika on the one week backup is six starts, four wins, one second, one third. That includes one time when it backed up from a trial from a Monday to a Saturday. I did that very quickly, so don't quote that as gospel, but basically it goes very good. On the short backup, so it goes right. good, does it? On the yeah, short backup, very good on the yeah. short backup, and it's yeah. gonna it sh- should be grabbing the back of son of a godia. You'd yep. suggest so, uh, massive hope. I'm 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 actually I've got uh, playing Marika second favorite, Oof. BJ, and I don't have son of a god favorite. So I have got son of a god, and I was very keen son of a god last start. Um, I just think under the race conditions, uh, under how this race will be run, uh, not under how this race will be run. Sorry, just just under what we saw last start in the grandstand. I can't see Dom to shoot not turning the tables here. Um, I think that with coming around failing twice, they might let to come let coming around. Back her out. Yeah. yeah, that's my thought process. Bruce Almighty comes to the breeze. Son of a God leads, playing Marika leaders back, and in the one one is um, Dominic. Is Dom, and then if Dom peels and lets down like it did last start, or seven or eight off him at the top of the straights, end up being beaten two point nine um, in a race that Son of a God really dominated. I I think the two extra kilos, just everything for me. There's just too much in the Dom to shoot column um, under normal conditions for it not to turn the table, especially on a Son of a God's not. Mr. Reliable either, you'd say. So, I thought, um, he's been, I thought his last two preps have been pretty good, though. Yeah, like he, he has been pretty good. He's been holding yep. holding his his form. Uh, even that first up run at Pinjarra, this was a lot better than it reads. Then his run in the race at Caracapo won. The Bunbury Stakes yep. was excellent. Yeah, went so I, th- I think Simon has got him in a good spot. And even the other day, he was he sort of charged out in front for Brad Pan. And I thought everyone that's that's sort of on him will be getting a bit concerned uh, mid-race because he was just so fierce. But I didn't even watch it. I was that confident, I reckon. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I was at that point of the day where it just thought it doesn't matter. I'd yeah. run back and wins here. <laughs> it, and he just kept rolling. So I don't know, like Dom's flying, but I still think Son of God's flying as well. So, yep, that um, certainly is. The, um, you're right, though. If 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 Dom can get and Lakdar can be 1-1, then he's going to make things really interesting because he's, uh, he's, he's, he's peaking. Dom to shoot. Yeah, he's a duck, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he certainly is. So, yeah. um, do you get that one? Yeah, peaking. Peaking Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, look, I just think basically if you repeat those runs, just being four lengths closer, two kilos, especially up to the mile as well. I think the the, the rise to the mile probably suits Dom more, but I'm not not sold on that. Son of a God looks to be progressive in regards to the distance that he's getting as well. But I, I just... Just think from that race, trying to be proactive rather than reactive. We, we found Son of a God last start. We were very keen Son of a God last start. I was a very big knock on Dom to shoot last start from the barrier. Just think you the sco- way this sco- race. You scoffed at me. Yeah, I did. Which, which, is, an, right. which is an unusual. 
Yeah, no, I was going to say, I'll scoff at you every third race, don't I? <laughs> Have I scoffed at you yet? Yeah, uh, maybe tip. Um, to start, we're only up to Yeah, the anyway, so I'm, I'm pretty, um, yeah, pretty keen. I'm $2.60, I think it'll start favourite, um, Dom to shoot. I, I'm, really? Yeah, I think it has to. I think it has to. Maybe I'm wrong. As a first okay. for everything, uh, Dom to shoot two sixty, and then I'm I'm actually four seventy. Son of a god, four seventy playing Marika on the service. That probably looks a bit long. Uh, son of a god, but I think Dom will trade around three three twenty, three forty. I don't know, something like that. Okay. So um, yeah, Dom to shoot for me, and if playing Marika gets to something that can be a forgotten horse, if playing Marika gets out to eight, nine, ten dollars, you've got to have something on yeah. playing Marika as well. Yeah. So I don't I don't think the other three can win. Okay, I'm going to stick with Son of a God. Going to be a good race. I think Son of a God dictating out in front. Uh, I'm not sold on Dom to shoot getting that one one. Even if it's two, know what, I, even if it's if two, it's two one, one, I'm still okay because last start it was it was effectively going to be two or three lengths off that. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm still okay if it's the two one. Um, obviously if you if you're not taking early price, which you probably don't need to rush in too rush, much, yeah. you can um assess what's happening very early, and if that rail looks lightning, then you can then reconsider to some degree. But yep. I won't be reconsidering. Okay. Uh, Son of a God for me, Dom to shoot for Terry. Did you get any of the big price, Bruce Almighty? <laughs> I'm, uh, sorry, mate. I've been completely out of the loop here. Tell me about this Bruce Almighty. Oh, I haven't seen much of it. I think um, Tab Touch just accidentally missed a decimal point, went up 70 or 80 or 90 bucks or something. So there's a few people that are a bit upset on the tweet that their bets have been cancelled. But, um, yeah, I'm not one that's going to be on the corporate's side all that often, BJ, but uh, it was clearly an error. Yeah. So you just – Cop it, I think. Move on. What just, what was what's Brad doing? Yeah, I think I think it was Brad's fault as well. I think yeah. Brad might have cooked it himself as well. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's a six horse field. Bruce is on, I and mean, it's a very easy race to mark. It was yeah. always about six seven dollar chance. So I dare say the decimal points just been missed out. And, uh, <laughs> a few people are a bit uh, a bit stiff that they've um, not got to keep their ninety to one or seventy to one. So, yeah, I think there's in in a in a punting landscape where there's a lot of battles to fight. Mm. This isn't one of them. Yeah. This is not one of them. Just let this one go. Yeah, which is unusual for, for, for you, Terry, to be on the side of because the- Because uh, there's going to be many more battles I want to follow. <laughs> if, if, you start throwing your, uh, if you start throwing your sword into every single battle, it becomes meaningless. Yeah, fair enough. So uh, that is the Old Comrade Stakes uh, on Thanks. Saturday Race 4. Let's take a break and we'll be back with Trainer versus Jockey, Mundaring Hotel, WA Racing, Mastermind, Ben Pierce, Kate Whitten. Let's go. All right, BJ. It's now time for Heat 4 of the Jockeys vs. Trainers, Mundaring Hotel, Mastermind, WA Racing, sorry BJ, Mastermind Competition. They'll be joining, by the way, Chris Parnham, Mitchell Pateman and Jordan Turner. Two jockeys, one trainer. Uh, we'll be, and we've got two more to go to head to head here, BJ. Yeah, so we've got, we've had three heats. This is Heat, the fourth and final heat, Uh Kate Witten and Ben Pierce, but first of all, let's give a big shout out to the team. The Monday up at the Mundaring Hotel, heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you're in the neighbourhood, drop in. See Ian Butchie O'Connor, O'Connor, the publican. Say good day. Let him know that you listen to the one one. There's a lot happening up there at the Mundaring. We've got feed, flutter, a few froffies, big deck, uh, good fun. So um, yeah, make sure you. Give uh, say hello to Butchie and he'll look after you. That's for sure and certain. So, uh, as we mentioned before, we've got our jockey Kate Wynn. We've got our trainer Ben Pierce. Let's bring in Kate to the show. Kate Wynn, welcome to the one one. Yeah. Good to have you on, Kate. Quite excited. Timmy Timmy Gears, your manager, your partner, he's thrown under the throwing you under the bus a little bit here and said, "No, Kate's gonna Kate's gonna go super. Uh, very confident <laughs> in her abilities. Uh, do you share his? Uh, do you share Timmy's confidence? 
No, not at all. <laughs> I love how you're setting the bar nice and low very early. Um, <laughs> while, while we got you on here, I wanted to ask you about the run of um, for your father, uh, Dash Doll. That was last Sunday? Last Sunday. Was it BJ? What, was it yep. Wednesday? Was it Wednesday? Sunday. Saturday. 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 No, yeah. It was, yeah, no, it was Saturday. Uh, it was a super run from yeah. Dash Doll. I think what we've seen in the past, we used to seeing Dash Doll dashing out in front. Uh, you must have right. been, been pretty nice. happy with uh, with that return. Yeah, yeah, really happy. I mean, first up 10 months since his race last. So, yeah, we were really happy with their efforts. Hey, Kate, how's the comeback going? You seem to uh, you seem to have been back uh, with a bit of continuity in the saddle for a while now. Uh, a couple of country cups under the belt. Uh, how's, how's life uh, as a jockey again? Uh, yeah, it's not too bad. I'm not going to lie. It's not easy. Um, coming back, like, obviously I finished my time and fell off fairly soon afterwards, so sort of having to re-establish myself again as a senior jockey, um, it's been tough, but I'm enjoying it. So just, just let the listeners know, what what, what happened? I, I know you had, th- was it three knee surgeries that that impacted you, that left you on the sidelines, and you've been, you are in recovery mode for a long time there before you made your, your comeback towards the end of last year. Just let the listeners know on what, what's been happening for, yeah. for Kate. Um, so I fell off a... At uh, Belmont Trials on the 6th of January, I think it was, um, 2020, and made my return back at Mora in October 21. So, yeah, nearly two years off. Um, I had two knee surgeries. I've done every ligament in my left knee except for the TCL. So, um, yeah, it's not a great knee. How's the body holding up back uh, to the rigors of race riding? Yeah, it's good. It's good now. I've sort of learned. I know my body now. I know what I need to do to be able to maintain it. So, yeah, no, I have no problems with it now. Oh, well, very good, Kate. It's good to see you back in the saddle, and um, I'm sure uh, I'm sure you're enjoying uh, being able to fulfil your dream of uh, of race riding and winning a few country cups along the way. Well, well, I thought you were going to say the dream was being on the mastermind, <laughs> BJ. Yeah, well, of course, there's, there's always that. Hey, um, yeah, so yeah, it's good to see you back out there, Kate. Now let's introduce our trainer, Benny Pierce. What a week! What a week to get Benny Pierce on because you know he won this race, BJ, back in 2019, didn't you, Benny? Yeah, that's right. Uh, um, yeah, good win, and um, uh, we were all pretty excited at the time, and um, yeah, good to get that Karakata plate winner. What do you mean at the time? Gee, it's been how long's it been? It's been three years, and I reckon <laughs> I'm uh, I'm just as excited. The best part about Karakata week is I get to make an excuse to watch the replay four hundred times. Most most weeks I don't actually have an excuse to watch the replay, but uh, <laughs> you got a couple of uh, you got a couple of runners this week. You you haven't had much luck with the barrier draws recently, have you, Benny? But I reckon they're both really really nice horses, and I don't think you're beating Amelia's Jewel. All things being equal, but all things aren't always equal in two year old races, as we know. And um, yeah, I don't reckon you're, you're Completely impossible, Benny. No, they are both nice horses. Um, uh, Fiorishi Mama, I, I don't think she's drawn that bad. She comes into Barrier Nine with the scratching, mm-hmm. um, and she's just got that natural gait speed. Um, so she'll um, she'll jump and um, and should be able to cross relatively easy. Um, and uh, hopefully she can just get a little bit easier in front. That last start in the gym crack, um, uh, they really served it up to them in front, um, put her under pressure, and um, and she was. Um, she was the one standing out of the three that were um, that were there charging for the lead. So we um, we were pretty happy with the run, and she's come through it good. Um, Galaxy Affair, uh, yeah, I think he's a really nice horse, and um, sort of moving 
forward towards the size in two weeks' time. I think that um, that could be a really nice race for him. But, yeah, he's drawn awkward there. Um, but he's, his last three runs have all been sensational. Mm, yeah. um, um, he, he won sitting three deep, no cover. And then his last two, he's um, um, got back and um, hasn't had much luck. And he's been charging home late. Yeah, so two runners in the Karakata, Plitzier and Chicklet, also in the uh, on the undercard there uh, for the Pierce Brothers on Saturday. But uh, let's get rolling on our mastermind. Heat four, Terry, okay. for uh, our jockey versus trainer tournament. Okay, guys, Kate, Ben, your names are your buzzers. And to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first contestant to answer three questions correctly. Okay. Jockey, are you ready? Ready. Trainer, are you ready? Yep. I still hate doing that. I reckon we need to get Pete Evans back, seriously. Or just record <laughs> Pete doing it. He's so much better. That's horrible. Okay, three, two, one. Who am I? My first ride as a jockey was on a horse by the name of Hexa Pack back in 2002. While I spent the majority of my career in Western Australia, I have ridden in Victoria, New South Wales, South Australia, Queensland, the Northern Territory, and internationally. At age 36, I have now ridden 2,880 winners, including 15 Group 1s, with my total uh, prize earnings. Ben. Damien uh, Lane. Negative. It's all yours, Kate. Uh, with my title pros earnings now eclipsing $100 million. Despite all my success, I've only ridden one Karakata plate winner, which was back in 2007 for Fred Kersley. I'm the proud owner of a pogo stick and a wand, and despite no longer being based in Western Australia, and am still riding plenty of winners on the eastern seaboard. Who am I? Pikey? It is. <laughs> it is, Pikey. The poker. Yeah, you looked a little bit early. Well, yeah, there, there were minimal options there, I reckon. So I, I felt I went for I such mean, an obvious one that uh, I felt that somebody might go for a contest or something early. I mean, I originally thought it was Damien Lane too. So <laughs> that was the throw. I thought, uh, as I said, it I questioned the age. But, um, <laughs> I think Hexa. Hex, what was the first one? Hexapack. Was that at Mount Magnet or something? I don't know. Just, I think the website was. told me that was I, his first ride. I think he's come a fair way since then. Pikey's obviously riding at uh, Royal Randwick this Saturday. He's going to ride in four or five group ones. So best of luck Snow to the Wiz. Snow Hexapack. That's exactly right. Uh, okay, Kate Witten, one. Ben Pierce yet to score. Next question. Multi-choice. Name the last filly to win the Karakata Plate. Watch me dance. Lucy May or ben. Whispering Brook. Ben. Ben. Uh, I might have gone a bit early here too. Uh, Whispering Brooks. <laughs> Incorrect. Kate. Oh, I would have gone that. Lucy May. Lucy May. Oh, Benny, <laughs> your back's against the wall here, Benny. You're three back the fence. There's a wall of horses in front of you. Can you find a gap, Benny? Can you find a gap? <laughs> oh, I think I'm going to be battling here. Uh, Jeez, I would have gone Whispering Brook there as well. If he, uh, if he gets up, you're going to have to throw the Ben Pierce dug deep and won for <laughs> sure. All righty. Question number three. Kate two, Ben zero. Old Comrade defeated which champion West Australian to claim the 2002 Australian Kate. Cup? Kate. Kate. Oh, actually, uh, I went too early. <laughs> Have a guess. <laughs> Hang on, Kate, um, Kate gets it. You got it. <laughs> 
She's got it. Kate Witten. <laughs> Kate Witten has stumbled her way to a three nil victory in the Mastermind. Of Betty. course, of course, it's Old Comrade Stakes uh, week weekend uh, on Carrickatta Plate Day as well. So we've thrown in Old Comrade question there, and of course, he knocked off Northerly to win the two thousand two Australian Cup for Paul Harvey and Lindsay Smith. Benny Pierce, Kate Witten. Unbelievable. Do you know who do you know whose reaction I want to this? Colin Pierce's reaction. That, that's who I'm most interested in. I, I want to hear what I want to hear what big Colin has to say. He was asked to go on the show. And he uh, and he knocked it back. Multiple yeah, that times. is very that is correct. I, I've chased times. I've chased Colin several times. Now that you've come on and got whapped got whapped, got whopped, uh, got whopped <laughs> three three zip. I reckon he might be keen to come on now because then he has to get one right to uh to well, best his young fella. It's time to shine. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. But uh, well done, Kate. You joined the uh, the illustrious crew through. So what have we got through in the end? We've got three jockeys, Chris Parnham, Jordan Turner, and Kate Whitten, and a recently retired jockey, now trainer, in Mitchell Pateman. Are, uh, we, are we seeing a trend here? I'm confused. Kate, Who? when you said you went too early, who did you? what was your initial thought? Well, no, I thought you asked a different like, – I, I thought you asked a different question, then I was like, oh, shit. Now I'm going to start to guess. <laughs> <laughs> you just said a horse's name and it was the wrong one. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's brilliant. That, that is, is great. Well, the, that. the other possibility could have been Bomber Bill. <laughs> <laughs> didn't he? Uh, he, won a, uh, he won an Australia Cup, didn't he? Or Australia Stakes, maybe. Yeah, uh, Australia Stakes. I think Bomber Bill and uh, Let Go Tomo might have won Australia Stakes for WA. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, Benny Pierce, thanks for coming on. That was good fun. Kate Whitten, a $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring is in the month. Mail and uh, yeah, another, and uh, Kate, are you going to be? Jimmy will be happy with that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he certainly will be. And now, Kate, you know what your commitment is moving forward. Now you're into the semis, and you, we've, you've got to you've got to come back and have another go. Yeah, all right, may as well. <laughs> I fluked that one, so. Oh dear, yeah, I think you're the, is, was that the first three nil or last week was a uh, last week was three nil okay, as well. Yeah, so, so you're basically equal number one seed. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. The market's going to uh, have to take. Hopefully, real. I don't come up against Chris. Yeah, well, it will be a random draw. Yeah. It will be a random draw. Okay, very good. All right, thanks again, Kate Whitten and Ben. Uh, awesome stuff, mate. Thanks for uh, for chiming in, having a go, and good luck in the Karakata on Saturday. No worries. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Well, how about that, Guru? Didn't see that coming. That was uh, good, wasn't I did it? not see that coming whatsoever. So, so, so uh, Benny Pierce has jumped the gun on the Who Am I? Yep. He jumped and the gun. And that's the reason I went for because <laughs> Pikey seems so obvious, but I thought it looked too obvious, so I thought people would uh, – there might be some answers around him, and that's what we got. Yeah, jumped the gun on the multi-choice yep. as well, and uh, then, and then Kate, Kate's, Kate's gone early snagged. on the on – <laughs> Question three, and guessed it was the mighty Northerly. Uh, wow. That's one of the more incredible masterminds. <laughs> you always think like Ben actually played a really good game. Yeah. He actually played really well. Yeah. I reckon we've got to get Ben on again in uh, in coming uh, coming weeks and months. Maybe the grudge match uh, against Cole, I, I think there's some Or even against Dan. I think there's some potential there for Benny. 100%, for sure. yeah. yeah. I, I think the 3-0 doesn't completely do justice to the yeah, performance. The scoreboard doesn't reflect. Yeah, yeah. E- exactly right. I remember yeah. Watto's reward went down by 9.8 lengths at Esperance about yes. three months ago, BJ, and it didn't deserve to lose by <laughs> 9.8 lengths. That reminds me of what just happened to Benny Pierce. There. It's a little bit of a Watto's reward for... So and then, and then, and then of course, Watto's reward came out and won the... Uh, it did come out. Norseman Cup or something. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. It, won its, it won its next start as well, actually, <laughs> for all those playing at home. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know how we ended up at Watto's reward, but we did, and that is the beauty of the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind, the... Fourth and final heat 
of our jockey versus trainer. Recap, Terry, what's happening? Who's through to the semis? Oh, I'm, I'm confused. It's all been too much for yeah. me. We have got, so from week one, uh, BJ, from week one, we had, uh, dear mate, Mitchell Pateman. Uh, defeated Stevie Parnham. Correct, 3-2. Week two, we had Jordan Turner defeated LK Fernie. 3-2. In another very tight tussle. And then mm. a couple of washes of whiteness, mm. a couple of white washes. We've had Chrissy Parnham has just said, I'm sorry, Sarah Childs, 3-0. Yeah. Yeah. And Katie Whitner said, I'm sorry, Benny Pierce, 3-0. Yeah. Not even giving him a look in. Yeah, I reckon I reckon Chris took the mastermind form into the saddle last Saturday because he yeah. just went bang, bang, bang. You're right, seven winners or something? something like that. But yeah. I reckon that our last two uh, defeated trainers, both Sarah Childs and Ben Pierce, uh, have mastermind potential, and I think we need to post just, post, ran in, just ran into a good one yeah, on the day. Post tournament, uh, I think we need to get both. Halus isn't a bad horse. That's yeah. the thing, you know. Just kept running into black caviar. Yeah, it's like yeah. Exactly right. Kate, Kate's just caught black caviar as well. She, <laughs> she'll be happy with that, I reckon. I think she'll be pretty happy with that. But we'll do a draw. How are we going to do it? During the week, we'll do a little uh, We'll do a little draw, uh, which will just come up with the two semi-finals. Two semi-finals. And, of course, I think you might have to put a, uh, like a mock market I'll up definitely as do well. a market. I might even see if Bearfair might chuck one up. Worries, yeah. you know, <laughs> and this is, it's not regulated all, as you can tell. It's not regulated all that well. Um, but, yeah, I, I can't see why they wouldn't. Yeah, so we're going to have a bit of fun with this moving into the – any, any even money you can get, any, anything above even money for Chris Barnum, just have a feel. Okay. That's, that's your best of the day, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. pretty sharp, yeah. isn't he? Very sharp. So, yeah, moving. So, next week will be our WATC Derby edition, and it'll be the first of our two semi finals. So, very much looking forward to that. So, that is our Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind Heat Fort of the Jockey versus Trainer Tournament done. And uh, let's get moving back on this preview for. Uh, Caracatta Plate Day. Let's do it. And we are back. Race five on Caracatta Plate Day is the Amelia Park Lamb Handicap. Uh, you would, I don't know, like the last week and this week, do you feel like the the un, undercard for such big days is, I don't know, there's, there's, there's something's not quite, something's missing from our... Um, Good horses? Or <laughs> yeah, like the, 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 from a programming point of view, it's, it's very... Oh, I don't know if it's... Pro- is, it just, is it just horses? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I see what's happening because we've got Country Cups on at the moment, um, no Bunbury on, the Pinjara Cups on Sunday, so obviously there's no feature, there's no place to put the feature stayers on. Mm. Um, the Phillies and Mares is, in the, is on the off week. The three-year-olds is on the... the Staying three odds on, so I think maybe the um, there was just not enough feature races to go around. But still, I just feel like there should be some more quality on these big days. So whether it's a programming thing or whether it's just the time of the year, but um, just a little bit disappointed on the strength of the 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 overall cards for the last mm-hmm. two weeks. And I guess this is leading into this this race here. This is a um, where we got here fourteen hundred meter graduation with um, the informed team Taylor. Heading the market here with gold merits, lucky Lacta Romoli, two dollars ninety, two dollars eighty gold, uh, gold merits. That's a little bit thin, isn't it? A little bit thin, but it was an absolute moral beaten last start. Yeah, well, it's coming out of those West Speed Platinum races, BJ. They're bloody awful, to be honest. Um, but this, I don't think, is not necessarily a huge amount better. No. Um, geez, the rest of the program, I'm I'm struggling to get much. Very enthused. It's really another one, son. Dom to shoot double seven yeah. bucks for me. That's really where my mindset is for the day. But um, yeah, I think I think these type of races are probably important just to um, sort of monitor how how it's playing to this point in time. Um, 
are we going to to see sort of the rain come and on pace day? Is a horse like Timescale going to be able to hold out mm. Invictus Domini here? Um, are you willing to speculate on a really promising big bloke like Invictus Domini needing that run first up because it was a month between trial and race? And rather, than, rather than being an issue, being conditioning, yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. I'm, I'm probably not, um, but I can understand people that were. Gold Merits was the eye catcher. Um, makes complete and utter sense. They deserve a win. She really does deserve a win, gold merit. She's flying. I think she yeah. gets along really well with Lactar as well. Very well, yep. Um, the run with Chris on us, I, th- I think Chris gave her a 10 out of 10. Maybe she just didn't get along as well with Chris that day. I, I'm not too sure because she she was in a position, if she lets down like she did um, three back all last start, then she probably wins that race. So always needs luck with the way she races. Same as Blow Me Out Go Bella. I don't think there's much between them. Go Bella should have won more horse races. Hasn't had much luck in its her whole career. So the yeah. two from 15 isn't a fair indication of where she's at. Um, interesting thing to note for me in this race, looking for something a bit off-centre, about five minutes after nominations came up, Karanis, um, Chrissy Pine was booked to ride for Michael Grantham and Karanis without even seeing what was else was in the race. Yeah. And I know that um, Laney had one pennies a field. Brad's got, you know, Brad's got 50% of that. Yeah, um, yeah they had, um, yeah, that was in the race, but he was already booked. So whether – and it was a pretty soft trial. He's basically sat up on it throughout. So yeah, it was a Whether trial. the lads reckon they've got one ready to go here first. Mm-hmm. That's the – you know what I mean? That's a little feel it gives me that it's the instant booking, no thought process about riding anything else. First um, first start for Michael Grantham after Jared Noski. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the one that sort of makes me think what's going on here, but mm. I am I am purely speculating. I've got no real idea. Um, yeah, I'm timescale favourite just on map. I think it gives that kick and one day we'll kick and keep going. Keep going, yeah. But I'm, I don't really want to back time scale either, to be honest with you. So maybe a little spec bet on Karanis, but what price are we talking Karanis at the moment? Oh, it's shortened, is it? Oh, not really. What would you mark it? It doesn't – does this make sense when I say it doesn't matter what yeah. I marked it? Like I don't I don't know what – oh, it has shortened. Yeah, it's 8.50. It was 11 when I looked earlier. Yeah. Uh, I'm 6.20, but that's just a number. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. The lads will know if if they've set it up and it's ready to go. It, it could be four bucks. Could be a good price. So, yeah. Uh, yep. If they haven't, then twenty bucks probably isn't a good price. So. Yep. Yeah. Uh, also, another double engaged here. Blow me out is uh, accepted to race at Pinjarra on Sunday as well. Double engaged. Jesus yep. Christ. So. Um, blow me out. Where are we at the market with blow me out? Um, just for context. Blow me out. It's a seven dollar chance. Yeah, it's gonna be a fourteen, thirteen cent deduction. So a reasonable deduction, but it's it's going super as well. Yeah, three wide, no cover. Last start, Denim and pack. Actually, kept kicking. Blow me out. So I think it's not. I think it's gets. It's getting along well with Lucy. Just about ready to mm-hmm. win a race. Go just needs a mark um, from that gate. Really, yeah, it does. Um, yeah, for me, I just yeah, gold merits is is flying. The price is I would. Yeah, probably need a dollar, a dollar more the than that. The good thing is you can really just hold fire if you're going to back gold merits because you know you're getting, you're not getting less than two eighty on the exchange on the day, are you? No, that's right, and and also, yeah, expecting, we're expecting time scale maybe Karanis, mm-hmm. gold merits, bit of money there. I actually thought the Thunderest was a pretty good win midweek. It can probably land in a similarish spot from one. Joey yep. has a party kicking up from there. Thought it let down well. It's always promised to do something, but hasn't quite. Maybe it's her prep. I'm not sure, but yeah, gold merits looks the winner for me. But the price is a bit thin. So, and I like what you are referencing in regards to Karanis. Love the trial. First start for Michael Grantham. Michael Grantham doing tremendous things with his thoroughbreds, and yeah. he's got a uh, maybe a good thing later in the day as well. In uh, yes, time. yes, yeah. I think that'll be popular too. But uh, yeah, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna refrain from really saying what I'm gonna get stuck into here. I'm gonna see the pattern of the day. I, I'm more content to do so and, and build Betfair books and see what's happening. But um, yeah. 
Open race, that's a bit thin gold merits, but deserves to win one. Does. Race six is the Amelia Park Beef Handicap. One oh, thousand. The lamb followed by the beef. Lamb followed by the beef. Oh. Uh, Follow, oh, we've got a champion going around here as well. It'd be yeah. fitting if we own a winner on Karakata Day. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got two chances at Kalgoorlie as well, so. Go <laughs> trouble. Go count those two. Oh, I'd, if I were travel, I'd be very surprised. So the champion that we're referencing is the TK Leighton part own number one mature witness top weight currently eight or nine dollars. We'll have to uh, take it. Um, we're facing very stiff opposition from the current two dollar thirty five favourite. How's the serenity? What do you reckon about the twelve hundred to a thousand here? It's an interesting. interesting setup. Like I've, I've, you've got a market favourite, and I've marked it on top. Um, what's the current? I knew, mark? You'd, I knew that would be where you'd start it because that's not really one of your goes, is it? Uh, I'm, I'm, so I'm two fifty. Said I couldn't get any longer. Um, and I was, basically, uh, was two fifty as well. My, my plan was just to look at if Brad put up three dollars because I didn't think anyone else potentially would. Uh, Brad just marks probably the reason I say that is he probably marks a little bit harsh for certain aspects like I do and certain things, but I knew that I was that long. So my plan was if he goes up three bucks, I'll have something with him at three and yeah. reconsider from there. But he didn't. Um, yeah, I can't see where else real strong money comes for. Like it's, it makes the most sense. It's a horse that's going well enough. The well, two I mean, is, is Super X going to be any, any shorter than five? I don't know. I don't it, think it gets too much short. It's not a horse that's been, it's been real big drifter in all of its right. Even though it's gone super. Material it's been a real Witness isn't really going to firm a heap. I wouldn't think Material Witness, for, I've told the lads to wait. Um, His gold that are going to have a bet. Oh, they can both firm because of their point of difference being three year olds, but yeah. I don't think either horse is. They're ten dollars chances, aren't they? Both of them. Yeah, like, I'm, I think I'm twelve thirteen yeah. for both of them. So I mean, the only real, um, I mean, even Guns and Avro thirteen dollars is coming out one of the worst midweek races of all time, and the form from that hasn't been franked whatsoever. So hard to come at Guns of. Uh, Guns and Navarone as well. So, yeah, you, you've, you've got to think how the Serenity is going to be popular. It's just that um, I'm not interested at, at $2.40. I'm just, yeah, just just back to the 1,000 metres, especially with Cramden and Ogle Louise drawing underneath you. Yeah, at best, you're going to land Breeze. She's pinging them better than most. Yep. Um, but if those two kick, if Cram, it's really about Cramden. If it kicks up, uh, it makes it really interesting if she has yeah. to sit three deep. Nice. No, so it's always, it's, it's just a different, it's a different kettle of fish, 1,200 back to 1,000, even though you're <laughs> that quick. People think that's just normal. Like people, not normal. People think it's, well, hang on. If it's jumping that quick and running, going along that well, it, it should be suited. But sometimes you can control a race at the twelve hundred meters, and that's the difference to some degree. So, well, the thing with houses, Serenity, I, I heard Simon A. Miller on Tab Radio during the week, and he was just glowing in how the horse is is oh, just trained on and how it's uh, handled track work since its last start third. But Mood Swings won that race, came out and uh, run second to Bazoom last Saturday. Lipstick Flickers ran second in the uh, in that same race and she was a bit stiff in running third last like Saturday. So the all the form is just panels yeah. on these. It's yeah. just so much. Like I, I couldn't consider backing anything else. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. I don't want to take two forty. So yeah. um yeah, from a selfish point of view, which no one really cares about, I'm, I'm pretty happy just being an owner here and watching my horse go around and um yeah, I, I, I think we'll jump over the odds. I think Material Witness will get out too. Um, I think Lucy will suit too, actually. So. I Lucy Warwick has just been anything that she's on at the moment that I'm backing is just winning. I reckon she's this is a Mitch. I remember Mitchell Pateman probably about a year or two years ago when anything. Longer, I reckon. Do you remember that three yeah, years ago? Bear, yeah. The Bear Stow period. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Anything was back with Mitchell on at any price was just winning, and it's sort of happening with Lucy at the moment. So I was I was delighted to see Lucy jump on board in the absence of CJP. Um, but yeah, I think there's enough speed in this. I mean, oh, I mean in an ideal world, how's the Serenity sits three deep, no cover, wearing that sort of train. Even though we prefer to be underneath horses and. Um, from there, but uh, yeah, look, I'm, I'm happy to see what Betfair does late here, BJ. And um, if Houses Serenity starts too short, I'll um, maybe look at an each way bet material witness. Yeah, she does look the standout horse to beat. Flying uh, form is superior. 
You're right. It has to be a query from a, from uh, whether she can get across and just the twelve back to the thousand. But the confidence of the stable, the the way that this horse is going, she does look well and truly uh, the horse to beat. Uh, we haven't spoken about. You did mention uh, mature witnesses without. CJP, we haven't spoken about the jockey crisis. At the yeah, moment. no, we haven't. So um, we've got jockeys out. Sh- well, um, leading riders, Clinton supporters, Sean McGrady are actually out via suspension, but we've got a host of other riders as well, other leading riders as well, who are un- unable to take their place because of COVID, whether they've mm-hmm. actually um, have COVID or whether they're actually yeah, under protocols, whatever it is. They, they're, to, they're, they're, they're not able to, to ride. So I think it's Troy Turner, Donna, Sean O'Donnell. Peter Nucky, am I missing anyone else? Oh, Nucky, yep. yep. So, Pete. I haven't seen a few of the kids riding as well. I think Keshaw, maybe. Kesh. Well, yeah. So, um, Jet's not on the weekend. Luke Campbell's not riding. Whether he's allowed to ride at Kalgoorlie on Saturday, I presume he would have got a little bit. Right, break. right. I'm not, yeah. Um, so, listening to Julio during the week, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure he said Kesh, but anyway, that can, all you guys can source the information directly uh, a bit better than us, but it has meant that. Because great of, opportunities for some. Oops, here though. But yeah, so we'll get to one of the one of the one of the um, flow on effects in the uh, from the Karakata Plate point of view. But Peter Nucky did hold back mm-hmm. his trip to Mauritius so he could ride in the Karakata Plate, and he was all set to ride Baby Paris for his old boss Colin Webster, and now he's unable to take the ride, and he's he's heading off to Mauritius next, oh, next Saturday. So, when did oh, I didn't even know that? Yeah, when's that all occurred? Heading to Mauritius? No, no, no. No, I knew that. Yeah. When is uh, – so he's not riding Baby Paris. So no, who's on board? I Holly? Jerry or? Noski. Oh, good on there. Am I? Yeah, you are right. Yeah. That's a cracking pickup ride. And, yeah, so we'll get Should to we that. we get to, we'll we'll get to that race. shortly. So, but that, yeah, we got to race six and we hadn't even mentioned the uh, yep. the situation with the jockeys and the also which has been stretched in another way because Kalgoorlie's on. So um, the, mm-hmm. um, the the ranks are thin and the, the COVID is not only wreaking havoc um, – on our football teams, but also the jockey rooms as well. So we'll uh, watch this space for um, for things might even change closer to race day as well. So if you see uh, um, some other riding changes, it's probably related to that as well. But moving forward, race – oh, actually, here we go. The opportunistic oh. jockey challenge punters are rejoicing. I'll tell you what, <laughs> I've got a mate. Greeny would be loving this, I reckon. All right, here we go. The feature, race seven, the Amelia Park, Cara Cata Plate. Uh, time on it, our best two-odd race of the season, over 1,200 metres been won by some of the uh, some of the stars of WA Racing and Amelia's Jewel. The odds-on favourite could be the next big thing coming out of the West. The stable thinks she is. However, the barrier draw on Tuesday has thrown right. a, has thrown a few question marks around here, Terry. But it hasn't deterred the punters because she just keeps on. She's shorting off the draw. How's that? She keeps on firm. So how's that? She's so, shorting uh, off the draw. Eighteen acceptors. There was eighteen marbles in the in the draw, and she's uh, she's coming out with seventeen. So, uh, so that has uh, that has been was an interesting development, but it didn't really affect the market one bit. Well, as I said, it's only seen a. So, you know, short, and so there you go. Um, all the King's men has come out, BJ, was, to run today. Was, yeah, he was one of the unfortunate stories coming out of the jockey COVID crisis. And, I, uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know about that too much. Um, yeah, there was jockeys available. There was Holly, Holly Watson would have been. Um, Jerry Noski didn't have a ride at that stage. Craig Stables' Craig emergency uh, one. Yeah, he was connected to Union He Jack, was yeah. connected to Union Jack, but there were options there. I think Holly's riding reasonably well to be given this opportunity. So I, I don't think... Um, yeah, I'm. I'm really 
personally surprised that they've um, opted to scratch from a Karakata plate. For me, where your last run was equal to left the building, who's your current second favourite? Yeah, I agree. You're scratching from a half a million dollar race to run midweek for twenty grand. Yeah, from from the white like. And then, yeah, and can, and we, and I don't care how you go to And then putting all your eggs in the size produce basket just, in two weeks. It's, time. Just, it's not just about yeah. It's just about the. Um, you can run, yeah, fifth in this or sixth in this and you get the same prize money effectively, if, if that's how you're looking at it. But it's about the experience of being in a Karakata plate as well where two-year-olds can go miss very quickly and things can go wrong and the favourites draw on the, the car park and I just think that's – Anything can That happen. is just just mind-boggling, especially knowing a few owners and knowing that they were very keen to run in the Karakata plate. That is just um, – that's yeah. I'm not connected at all. Uh, I said apart it's from a, a couple of free there's splashes. Only, there's only one half million dollar tour race for the season. Yeah, there's only. To and, be honest, and you're, I think battlers like me and you. There's only one. There's only one half million dollar race we're ever going to win yeah. because of Bob, and that's probably the Karakata Bloody you're, you're in it up to your eyeballs. Really, you are in it up to your eyeballs. Yeah. I marked it in the twenties. I had a, tw- a twenty. I had the same price. I had to dig deep. Did you see? Um, it's Magic Millions run. It was five deep, no cover. Every the single entire. run held up the entirety behind Sanctorio. Should yeah. have won that day by panels. Magic Millions run, arguably as good as everything bar. She's a belter. Yeah. And then last start got knocked over deep the trip. I said it was you know, equal to left the building. It was a, probably a better it run. Never, it never got in. It was a better run. It my my understanding is Joey probably would have, because all the King's men only just scraped into the final field because yes. of prize money. Yeah. My understanding is Joey may have ridden all the King's men ahead of Fiorucci Mama had he known it was definitely going to be in the final field. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. Unless there's something more, I don't know. That just to me is, I'm not saying all the King's men would have come out and won. But I'm saying it could have won, and you don't get to go in half a million dollar races every day. It's just, just it's a mind boggling decision. I don't know. I'd be, I'd be absolutely furious as an owner. I'd be absolutely furious. Yeah. So anyway, he's racing today. As we, yeah. well, we I don't care soon. how you go today. That's that's irrelevant to me. You come out and win by panels, then you're yeah. going to say, "Well, geez, could done at the Karakata. You come out and lose. Oh, we weren't going to run well if we did that in the Karakata. It's not. Yeah, that's irrelevant. Neither here nor there. All right. So anyway, we've got it's a pretty the sharp uh, little field today as well. Yeah, it's not a bad little field it's running into as well. Okay, all right. So we've got the uh, the dollar the dollar sixty five dollar sixty five fave Amelia's jewel Simon A. Um, always always a confident chap, but he has got a spring in his step ever since uh, this uh, this girl made her first appearance on a race course, and she's gone bang bang. To uh, to race into to favoritism, she won the supremacy stakes on debut, and then uh, followed up with a dominant Jim Crack stakes victory as well, coming from back in the field. She's going to be last or oh, backish and wide, um, I guess. Who okay? So who are the horses that are going to have a field position advantage and are going to have a ta- the talent enough to kick and give Amelia's jewel something to catch? That's I, what have you got? What have you zeroed I, in? What have you zeroed in that's on? Not, I think that's how people are going to look at the – you can't look to get her beaten in that sense. So we're not going to say a horse is going to be better than her. She's the best horse in this race, right? We all yeah. know that. She's clearly the best horse in this race. And I reckon a few people who created their books here will be similar to me. Some won't. I, I've, I've seen someone earlier said the dollar eighty is a great price and it's dollar sixty five now. So maybe they're going to be right. The result isn't going to impact that, okay? I, I think she's – She's if all things are equal, she'll win the race. We all know that, you know. But remember last start, Penny on the Queen took her into the race from the awkward barrier. Penny on the Queen ran third. Costume party took Penny on the Queen into the race. It's run second. That was the winning line. That was that all lined up. She could end up on the back of Playhouse Patron, who's going super, by the way. Mm. 
Um, that was, how good was Playhouse Patron? Mm. Anyway, she could end up on the back, but Playhouse Patron could be gone yeah. at the 800 metres and she's forced to peel and sustain a run. If you're taking, personally is how I feel, if you're taking a dollar sixty-five, no matter how good the two-year-old is, first of all, you're taking a two-year-old and we saw Jericho miss, I've seen with Jammer's son, we've seen with a lot of them recently, things can go amiss. You're taking it with a two-year-old who's going to have to come from last um, on a day with Easterlies. Um, just, I, I think dollar sixty-five. There's there's better spots. There's better spots to, to chime in at a dollar sixty-five. I'm, I think people are backing her purely on how good she is, and fair enough, she's drawn barrier four, she's a dollar sixty-five. Mm. That's I'm fine with that. But from barrier seventeen, she could be the best run by ten by, by panels and not win the race because as as you just mentioned before, a horse like Street Parade left the building and just there on the back of um, Fiorucci Mama, who gives a nice kick off. They go and she's seven lengths off them, and the horse that she had the wrong back and it hasn't taken her into it. You you don't like I just said with Alaskan got earlier. You don't just need to be the best horse or that good. If Alma Homan doesn't take Alaskan God into that race properly and it's gone hundred meters earlier, Tricks of Trade probably wins the race. Like it's it's all about it's all about uh, the domino effect on the day and what occurs. And you need a lot of dominoes to go your way from dead last. But has Union Jack coming into yeah. the field has that helped yeah. or hindered? Helped. Yeah. And that's an, that annoys me a bit. <laughs> that annoys me a bit. I, that that that's another reason I'm a bit annoyed with the scratching because I was looking for oh, you. Okay. So oh, now so, Union so Jack's going to be the, a here comes the real the reason Union why. Jack's going to just be a little three wide line pest. I don't it's got know. Got nothing to do with all the kings, man. It's it's all to do with the that fact is, that it, it is. That's Union it is. Jack's it is. Well, I've not a bet yet. I'm not. I'm not going to be tipping one or giving anything a big, a big major push here. I'll, I'll be very happily see Amelia's Jewel trade a dollar sixty bet fair, and I'll probably create a five horse book. And yep. A lot of them will be rough as guts. Um, but I just uh, look. I'm definitely not knocking Amelia's Jewel. I am just simply saying, under normal race conditions, a dollar sixty five for a two year old coming from last. That's it's just. It just seems very thin. Yeah, I understand that. But so <laughs> the hot the. The horses that feel like they're going to be in the right oh, spot to well take obviously, a, to obviously take, straight to ta- parade take advantage of yep. of of her yeah her well, being in, in a disadvantaged okay, field well, position right straight parade's the most obvious one yep um, Brad Parnham might might find a length over Peter Nucky uh, who knows you just don't know how different horses react as I said before I think with gold merits I think it goes better for Lactar than Chris and yep. obviously Chris would be the more accomplished rider of the two so it's just. You never know. It's just a connection thing. Left yeah. the building. I reckon, Clint, I reckon Clint gave that a 10 out of 10. It's going to get the right map, but for me, it's the one at 750 who's probably under the odds. Yeah. You know? They um, probably should be more closer together. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I can't have man crush from the gate. Capricorn man is the one I wanted to be on, but barrier one is for a machino, a big machino lad. If we could draw an awkward gate with a bit less speed in the race, I'm just going to make up my own race. Um, it's the one I reckon has a real point of difference about it. It yeah. was a moral beaten, not a moral beaten for on its on debut, but you could see how well it was going on the line behind horses like Street Parade, Man Crush. Mm-hmm. Then it was a moral beaten behind Aza, uh, and then they took like out the equation, went to the top one, well beat Playhouse Patron, who's come out in, in the Perth Stakes and said that form's pretty bloody yeah, good. Yeah, smacked him. So, but from Barry One, I give it no chance of being able to hold up. Do you, especially now with you, Union Jack, Fiorucci Mama? Baby we, Paris. We spoke to Ben Pierce earlier and he's pretty confident they can cross with Fiorucci Mama and Baby Paris. I, I don't give it any hope of holding up. Do you? Who? Uh, Capricorn Man. Yeah. No, I don't think. I think that's the problem. I think he began well enough the other day, but he was, he had, he had so much room that Geordie was able just to come across and build speed. So when he hit that, when it started to turn, yep. he was he sort of just sort of ghosted across and had a really lovely sort of, um, he was able to cut the apex almost yep. to there, but he's not going to, he, and also if how much Look, if how much go, fuel does he need to burn to hold up? Exactly. One? So, so I think you always have, have to go at the mindset, we're not going to hold up, hope that they go mad in front. And last year's Karakata, they yeah, spread. They came from inside, And yeah. if he can 
just sort of not lose any momentum. Like a big, think about the big machinos we know and, and how they like to race. A lot of Kieran McDonough's. Um, very runners. interesting if that baby Paris was very wobbly on the, uh, yep. on the Ascot. Yeah, I already thought about yeah. that. But then do I want to be, because it also didn't take the turn well and it made the horse behind it have to slow down a exactly. bit. Exactly. So yeah. if baby Paris does that, um, but if baby Paris wobbles off real early and they get through and kick clear and it's a nice hot rail, and that, that I've already thought about that situation. So yeah. I'll be definitely having something. Um, on, on Capricorn, man. I'll just wait for Betfair. I think you'll see probably longer than $16, $17 even at the moment, to I'm, be honest I'm with you. I'm going to have something on um, Costa's Crown. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a big price. I thought its run was massive in the lead-up. That's the one I'm going with on top. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I really liked um, – yeah, it was probably the run of the well, – one of one of the runs of the Perth Stakes. Um, we've seen a lot of the Casey horses. We talk about Grant Williams being really good at getting him – to peak for grand finals. I'll just go back and have a look at some of the, the Casey's like real roughies in, in big races, even also like labor on the winter bottom and stuff. They seem to get them to peak for the big race. The blinkers going on here. I don't think so. I think this might've been by design from a fair way out. Cause you, after that last run, you'd just be thinking, let's not change anything. Mm. You know, we're, we're pretty happy with how we're going here. Yep. Um, but yeah, if you get the trial before that was super behind a larger one, it'll be interesting to see how that goes today. Um, potentially leading, which it couldn't do um, at its last start mm-hmm. um, after big money came. Um, and yeah, I, I just think Costa's crown potentially is one thing you spoke about before BJ is the gate speed to land in a spot and have a little gap on Amelia's jewel. I think Costa's crown isn't an impossibility to almost be one off three back on the back of a horse, like, um, a street parade type thing. Cause they snagged last start. They just yeah. ran it cold and snagged out the back. So, um, yeah, I think if, if you're searching for one each way in that sense, what are you talking? 26 and five, 26, six. Mm-hmm. Maybe we wait and get longer on Betfair if if AJ depends what Amelia's jewel does. If she stays a dollar sixty five, then maybe they're all going to be longer. But if she drifts out to a dollar ninety two bucks, which might happen if we're seeing a real big on pace day, she'll naturally get a bit of a wobble. Then then it might be worth shopping now. But um, yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. I'm about thirteen dollars cost us crown, so I'm two dollars fifty Amelia's jewel though. Okay, and that was before Union Jack came in the race, so maybe make that two dollars twenty five ish. I would have shortened it a little bit just okay. on the new map, but um. Yeah, Costa's Crown was hard to miss, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought Costa's Crown was the run of the race. Mm-hmm. So all the Kingsmen was huge, and I would have loved to have seen him in a character play, especially considering his Magic Millions performance. But Costa's Crown was a better run, I thought. So yep, um, and he's yeah, he's drawn better. He's drawn better. Uh, might even be three wide with cover. I think Costa's Crown, perhaps if they sort of come across. Well, one thing Union Jack basically suggests for sure is there will be a three wide line. Yeah, if it's him or if it's Man Crush, if it's and it's almost like the second horse in the three wide line is going to have going to have a good cider as long as they don't fan. So um, could be Costa's Crown, but yeah, I mean it would be silly of us just to uh, just to you're not really listening to us to launch you into AJ the dollar sixty five fave. So sort of looking looking elsewhere the. As Terry said, if she holds that price, the Betfair exchange, if you want to back one, then that's going to be the best price anywhere you'll get, I imagine. So uh, betfair.com.au. For, oh, for Costas? No, just across the board. Oh, yeah, she, yeah. yeah 100%. Yeah, because yeah, you're talking, yeah, they've got a 124%. They've got to all wobble out down to 100% market. But, um, yeah, Playhouse Patron's going super. Amelia's Jewel have touched on. Costume Party, nice pickup ride for Jade McNaught. The awkward gate makes it hard. She's grateful. Jade grateful. Really, really good last start. There's not much between She's Graceful Street Parade left building. They're no. all so 
so equal. That's half the reason I was sort of interested in Capricorn Man. Just a real point of difference runner um, coming from that sort of area. Even Penny like, on the Queen's going to go around at 30 odd to one. Even, That's if, even Fuji Mama's like got, gone super, just got absolutely. It like was just, tackled. It was just it was the second best run of the race behind Amelia's yeah, jeweler. So absolutely got mauled in front there in the in the gym crack and yep. to, be, to stick on as well as as bravely as she did was uh, just, was tough. I just don't know the mindset of a lot of these. Few of them, like the big thing I looked at was I reckon that they bo- they went mad in both the purse stakes and gym crack, and I think a few of them won't want to get involved in that again because it yep. just cooks them. Yep. If so many of them don't want to get involved, and one does, there's next a bit thing of hesitancy. You know, well, next thing you know, Baby Paris, who is still a bit raw, new jockey going on, it, it doesn't go, it doesn't be part of the speed battle. And Union Jack, they might decide from fifteen. This is stupid going yep. forward. Like let's just look for a spot midfield, and that's a big possibility. Next thing you know, Fury. and Capricorn Man's already got the process. We're not going to be able to. Next thing you know, Fury Mama gets a soft rail. Leads and kicks. Leads and kicks, and, and it's it's. It's a really, really, really nice um, front-running filly. So, Tough filly, yeah. yeah. So basically, yeah, I'm, yeah, I. It's a it's a great race if you want to shop some value each way outside of a favourite who's going to have to um, who's still going to need a little bit to go right um, outside of her control to win. Okay, can't wait for the character to play, and mm. we'll, uh, if she manages to uh, to come from back and wide and sweep past them and still be as dominant as she has been, then. Uh, yeah, we could be. Uh, she could be anything. Mm. This girl, and uh, that's sort, of, that sort of, I guess, the feel from the stable. And we get to see that on Grand Final Day, on uh, on Saturday. And actually, ju- listening to Simon, Simon A during the week, he said that the size is on the agenda as well. So oh. this might not be the last. That we see like her, to, so. Everyone else would like to hear that. Yeah, one. yeah, that's right. Yeah. So now, look, you, you'll know on the bend. Like, yeah, the yeah. way this race looks on paper with Union Jack and even Man Crush drawing wide, like it should suit her. Mm. She should at the top of the straight. You can see they're going to bunch, and you probably say, "Well, it's all over." Like that's. It's a big chance of happening. It's just that it's just that a dollar sixty five is just to me. That's Not what you just, want. It just seems a little bit thin that she's getting walloped off Paris seventeen. So okay. Anyway. All right. So moving on, race eight, the Emily Park Wines handicap, fourteen hundred meters for the seventy two plus brigade. Uh, we spoke about Michael Grantham earlier. He's uh, he's saddling up Karanis, having his first start for him. Chris Parnham was booked immediately. In that particular race, and uh, uh, Mickey Grantham and Chris Parnham, great mates, they'll be combining again in this, and they do look to have uh, to be the well and truly the horse to beat here with number two comes a time, Guru. Can you see gate eight being an issue, or does Chrissy get across and slot in? Like yeah, did last oh, it definitely can be an issue, and it's a bit like um, Houser Serenity earlier, mm. or even what we're talking about with Amelia's Jewel. It's conditions of the race look a little bit uh, difficult for comes a time, but Form is just so much superior. Yep. Um, like you're talking with comes a time. You're talking it's coming out of uh, – like it was a moral beaten behind Kenny Luck. There's some good form from that ref race. Second to this will test you, who then went out and won a feature. Second to Claire Voynes, who then came out and obviously did what she did. Um, last start was really, really good, yeah. actually. Ended up with the breeze, got pressured by Mini Winnie three deep, gave a really big kick. And even if you watch the final 100, when Holy Ghost came at it, it wasn't taking ground off at the final 50 metres, yeah. whether that, that's that horse peaking. But also, um, it was comes a time was, was entitled to be a little bit – Weary, hundred percent, and I still think they were going strong. I, the way it raced, I don't, I don't think it's impossible they can even stretch it out to fifteen, sixteen hundred. Yeah. Um. But yeah, look, normal racing like BJ, I think it's going to be very hard to beat. But it's just again, there's there's some speed drawn underneath it, and it can be sticky. Next thing you know, you're, you're caught deep the trip. Do you want to take two dollars thirty? This is like comes a time is one of the. I really want to be. I want to be on comes a time. Yeah. I'm really keen to be on comes a time. But I'm two dollars twenty five, and I'm not. Like I'm not desperate to take two forty, two fifty. It's like two sixty, two seventy. I'm I'm pretty keen to get stuck in, but it's yeah. Look, normal racing, like it should be winning. Um, that that you know you want to be on a horse when 
the one you think is the clear danger um, is Downforce. So yeah, uh, and it's four dollars eighty. So it's yeah, I hear what you're saying there. I, I can't see yeah, I can't see this being a race that uh, gets me overly excited. The market's bang on. Um, and it's interesting because a horse like Salaya hasn't copped a race like this for a hell of a long time. However, twenty eight days between runs, bar plates on, uh, coming off a failure in the Bunbury Cup. I mean. I imagine with Holly Watson claiming too that this is a go for it job, Salaya. Yeah, you'd think so. I've yep. been saying for a while, obviously, Salaya ridden cold. I thought it was a great opportunity in the one of those cups they went yeah. forward. I yep. thought it was a great opportunity to ride it cold there. And with all the speed in this, I think it's another great opportunity to ride Salaya cold and yeah. to see how she – we've seen her point-to-point speed. Let's see how she settles real and uses that point-to-point. Well, what was That's the, what what was the mayor's race where she settled back and flashed and run second? That was the jungle yeah. mist, I think. Yeah, was, over the right? 1,200, I think. Yeah. Fresh. Yeah. yeah. And we haven't seen those tactics again. Yeah. I just – I don't get it. I think, yeah, I don't know if Salah has been all that well handled over the journey, thought process-wise and placement and and whatnot, uh, which but is fair a, enough. You've got a, high From a class standards. point of view, she's yep. – uh, this is a – this is a good race for 100%, her. Hundred percent, it is. Yeah, 100%. So um, the only other horse I want to trust mention is trust is thin. Is is Patristic just about ready to run a race, or is it still a, still off a bit? Well, if you watch all the Harrow's on Wednesday, yeah, and Christie, yeah, Harrow and Christie, yeah, they're they're just about. Um, I really like Patristic's trial, but um, and I liked its first up run as well. But yeah, potentially it's just a lot of speed in this. Yeah, even Bombay style can kick up from Barrier One. Yeah, so Misty Lud will be somewhere near him. Um, Normal racing conditions comes a time win, but two dollars fifty plus will probably get me for the investment. Just for that, so it comes a time. Last up from a speed point of view, you went three point six lengths above average to the eight hundred, mm-hmm. and then a further three point four lengths, so almost seven lengths faster than average to the four hundred, which isn't really his go. Comes a time, he's he's a cover sort of um, conserve pounce late yep. type of horse, but he was ridden very aggressively in that. 1,400 metres, and there was a query of an, on him at the 14, which he well and truly uh, put to bed last start. So the the strength in that performance, the way that he had to be red, ridden for him to w- be in a position to win that race was like, okay, so this horse is he's better than he's ever been. He's he's lifted to another this, level. This race is arguably weaker than that one. Yeah, too. it is. So, so, you know, if you know, the only way you can really see this being a massive issue is – Three wide, no cover yep. potentially. So. There's always that chance with enough speed drawing underneath him. So, yeah, but no, it comes a time. I'd love to see some 250, but it might be ambitious. I feel like these are these are the type of ones you don't really want to – like you've seen them have their good win. You've, they've gone around at the 4 or $5, and then then people dive in heavy at $2.20. Yep. That's not how to win punting long term. Like you're following up after a win and after you've – yeah, you're being reactive rather than proactive. But, again, shop, and if it's there, we'll, we'll have a bet. But most importantly, BJ, it is now time – for the, the jackpot. Jackpot. It's time for the jackpot. Wow, hey. That's exciting stuff. When was our last jackpot? It's been a while. Anyways, let's get out stakes, BJ. S-T-E-A-K-S-J-A-C-K-P-O-T. Jackpot. Carry over jackpot. Yeah, CJ. So. Carry over jackpot. Get out, get out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the get out stakes, Tom Punters. Uh, extremely popular. Get out stakes is brought to you by Market City Meets, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth. Located at the Canavale Markets on Bannister Road, Timmy Hewitt and his team run the show. Swing past, say good day, Timmy. Absolute legend. He will look after you. Let him know that you listen to the One Way. Avid One One listeners get uh, get the red carpet treatment out there at Market City Meets. And yes, as Terry mentioned, it's a jackpot. Nobody, no, not one of our listeners uh, was able to um, deduce, lock in, recapitulate. 
Boy Hill as uh, the winner in last week's edition Go of the, the Get Out Stakes. Um, therefore, we've got to carry over jackpot. So the $50 last week has been has been lifted to $100. So there's $100 worth of Group 1 Gourmet Beef up for grabs, Guru. Um, all you got to do is send us a tweet at the 1-1-Pod. Let us know who you think will win race nine at Ascot this Saturday. Carry can I play at stakes. Get out stakes, and then you can be in the running for that uh, for that amazing beef package there from Market City Meats. So send your entry in. Uh, let us know who you think will win two, uh, two decimal place margin preferred. And also, you also have to factor in the all-important Sam White rule, Guru. First in, best dressed, and whoever wins it this week will earn it. Yeah. BJ. 800 metre, 66 plus to uh, wrap things up on uh, – Caracat a plate, though. Un- unlike Timmy's uh, Timmy's mates, this is very tough, BJ. <laughs> this is tough. This is the Amelia Park Lodge. Uh, let get out stakes. I've got a bit of a wild one, I but beat, I might beat Amelia Park over the weekend. Actually, yeah, you're going to be in the hood. Yeah, you might be in that in the area. Uh, I've, got a, I've got a wild one here. Tell me, what, this is probably the only one all day that's wild that I'm probably excited about having something on. Do you want to do a three, two, one? Ah, uh, let's do a number. We'll say what number it is. Well, actually, that makes no sense. We'll just say the horse. Okay, so are we saying it on one or am I saying it after one? After one. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Malarab. <laughs> uh, we actually don't plan that no, either. That's no. twice we've done that. That was Utgard Logie last time. So, um, Malarab. Malarab. There yeah. you go. Do you want a statistic? I know you like my statistics. Yeah. Okay. I've been uh, waiting for it. Hang on. So here we go. Malarab leading horse races. There's no speed in this. Do you agree? Yeah. Absolutely none. I reckon they'll ride Barra Magic same as last start. Uh, why wouldn't you after yeah. that run? That was something, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Mellorab leading five starts, three wins, one second, one third. Mellorab not leading, BJ. 12 starts, zero wins, one second, one third. Mm. Do you reckon it goes better leading? Reckon it might. Can someone pass this on to – who's Stevie's on board, isn't he? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Stevie, Stevie never Can misses. someone let Fred and Steve Stevie know that uh, Stevie we want to be going straight to the top here with Mellorab and running them along as well. Don't, don't want to mess about here. Yep. So – I, I don't, I'm not full of confidence whatsoever, but we're getting, but we're getting 20 to 1 in a race with a bunch of reasonable sitting sprinters. How about the horse that when he gets to the top, it's very hard to get past. Over yep. 20 to 1, that'll do me each way. Me too. It's just simply like it's – I could easily Actually, make a case for Chicklet. I thought yeah. it was so big last start, blazing away, but it's going to be under – again, that's a, that's a case of one being unders now after a win. Yep. Tiff has spoken, but it's a hard horse to catch. And yep. How much trust do you have? We Ripper, Asymmetric, they're just the honest Erklands runners, never run a different race. General Grant, I don't have much trust in. Megazone is a funny one. We'll go on my quaddy. Piccolo Signora can definitely, mm, definitely win, win, but yep. it's under my price at 550. It's touch and go my price at 550. And yeah, so look, they're, they're all good enough, but um, give me a little leader by a stay. Let's take the early 20s and let's uh, let's see it start. Tens and Stevie lead from start to finish. Off yeah, you go. I want to see some positivity from Stevie because I imagine they're going to sort of try to whip across with Asymmetric with Holly on. Uh, so and they'll nay-nay as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, so what, what, what? I think they'll whip across. The thing is, though, that Asymmetric isn't that quick. It'll the, get there. What's but the sound effect for Stevie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then watch me nay-nay. Yeah. <laughs> now watch me. <laughs> So uh, Malarab, I, I went super last start. Too, I already right? liked its last run. I thought it's it's ready to go, um, and this this just feels like it's set up. And this is a race where basically everything, all these horses take their turns. It's a, it's a race field. Uh, it's Malarab's full, turn. Full of, full of horses that just take their turns. There's no, there's no <laughs> stars here. Like it, you could run this race so many times. There's always a different winner. And hopefully on Saturday, that's uh, Malarab at twenty to one plus. We. When we've done that, we've, we, we both knew we were going to say Mellorab, didn't we? Like, 
I just well, there's nothing else you can. I guess the only other one you could have come up with if we're both talking to Ruffy, maybe Megazone or something from yeah. the gate for a, for Christie who's riding quite a few winners at the yeah. but um, Stevie P coming off a double last as well. Yeah, well, big price double. Who's the other one? Brooklyn Pier yeah. on the the bunch finish. How's that a horse up? First goal Ball, at fourteen hundred. Uh, Riley Dot Morgan was. Um, oh, he was stiff. Yeah, yeah. yeah Kiora was a bloody brave effort, wasn't it? From yeah, Braze. Yeah. Mm. So uh, yeah, so Stevie's uh, up and about. Hopefully we can he can he can drive Malarab to a get out stakes victory on Saturday. Yeah, that would be popular. It would be popular. Be popular. So, um, yeah. but yeah, it's just one of those races. You guys know the drill. There's usually a different winner, as I said, for these uh, sort of middle distance sixty six pluses. And um, the guru and I are uh, our powers combined. Hopefully, uh, Malarab uh, has his nose in front on the line. Yeah, I'll be happy. All right, let's take a break and we'll. <laughs> We'll be back with our uh, best, our Maddies and our Lays for Caracatta Plate Day. Okay, listeners, we are back with our Betfair Best betting propositions for Caracatta Plate Day. I'll throw it to the guru. Betfair Best. Okay. I bet fair Best. There's only two bets of note I'm really going to get stuck into. We'll chuck them together. Race three, other one, son, all up. Race four, Dom to shoot. About seven bucks a multi. Giddy up. Giddy up. That's all all right, other one, son, J-Dub, but... Um, Don't J-Dub me. Take J- that back. Jen, delete J-Dub. Delete. Leave it in there. <laughs> the other one, so, but my, my Betfair best, which is right on my price, is Harmika. In the other, other, uh, okay. three, other three or eleven. I think it's just going to be in the in a right position with um, Metallon and State of Power behind it. And I think um, Harmika can seal a march and uh, be too slick for uh, in what is quite a nice little race, actually. So It is. Um, so Hamika on top of the speed, around the $3 mark is good enough for me. Okay, my lay of the day is in that race, BJ. Is Metallon at the price. I think it's still under $4. I said I'm 16. That's probably a little bit of an over-exaggeration. But um, Metallon had everything in its favour the last couple. Really good wins, really nice horse. Plenty more wins in Metallon, but this is the wrong setup. So I'll take on Metallon, race number two. Horse number two. Metallon. That's all I could really find as well. Um, Metallon. Oh, we're so. matching up with our mad dogs too, are we? Uh, we're, yes. We're we in, have to, um, don't we? Should we do it, say it at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> our maddie for Caracara Plate today is Ballarab. <laughs> uh, yeah, in the last. We, we want to see some aggression, don't we? You want it leading as well? Love to see it leading, Stevie. Yeah. So, and Fred? I don't think there's too many um, other real speed horses in the race that have, like, obviously horses can go forward, but I don't think any have the speed to really challenge it. If, if Bellarab shows some intent, they show some intent early. So Intent, good word, yeah. Pop out, use the gate, try and shake them off on the band. There's a few tough horses, but uh, the brilliant ones, uh, your slow wars, your chicklets, your blazing aways, pickler senoras, they're all going to be second half. Yep. So get a jump on them, kick clear, and um, yeah, we can... And let the roadblocks do their thing. Yeah, and let the roadblocks do their thing. Exactly yeah. right. So yeah, race nine, number six, Milarab. Melarab, madness. madness. Yeah. Good madness. So what price? What price are you, Melarab? Actually, we never actually said that. Uh, I was eleven dollars, Melarab. What were you? Again, I knew what I was going to be on. Probably, yeah. I was yeah. just hoping it said. I hope we got twenty, and we're getting the twenty. Yeah. Uh, I was six, yeah. but again, it's you know sometimes it's just. I think I was like seven dollars a few. Oh uh, yeah, it's I'm um, blazing away. Six eighty five, yeah. pickler seven eighty, chicklet eight twenty, and then we tiff general or yeah, asymmetric. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, good race to go. Very wide in your quadrilla. Good race. Tough race for a jackpot. Get out stakes, though, baby. I'll tell you what. I know. Hear okay. me. Anyway. Almost, almost tempted to whack an entry. In. Yeah, I'll tell you Mate, what. You, 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 you almost would have got it last week, reckon you? would have. Oh, oh, that's right. You forgot to back yeah. re- re- didn't you? So no, I reckon probably. I would have broke Catalpa by four or something, probably. <laughs> thinking that's it. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't pull the recapitulate trigger. Now, uh, really, too good. What do you think of the hen house? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah really nice. Good day call. 
uh, a little bit cold, but you've changed that for us mid mid pod, and I've felt yeah. more comfortable since then. Yeah, very sensitive, you know, to yeah. temperature. Yeah. Um, but no, it's uh, no, it's really good. Quite enjoyed it. Probably go back to HQ next week. We'll just make it intermittent, you know. What do you reckon? It's here, it up. It's here yeah, if we need it. Exactly right. So also, no. it's good. It's good setup for for a, th- a yes, three person, yeah. four person pod, which uh, we'll be getting back into as soon as. Uh, as soon as we get this mastermind tournament out of the way. Yeah, so. exactly. Three more weeks of mastermind and we'll, we'll do a draw during the week, which we're looking forward to. So thanks for uh, Benny Pierce and Kate Witten. I'm not going to give away who won. We'll let you listen to the mastermind yourself. Um, but thank you to Benny Pierce and, and Kate Witten for uh, coming onto this week's edition. Semi-finals kick off next week, draw during the week. Um, thank you to Danny Morton as well um, for uh, for his time earlier. Uh, yeah, a little bit of a spring in his step, a little bit of a boost in his voice, a little bit of a a little bit of venom in his voice. That's what I should have said. Confidence. So. Yeah, he sounds really really quite confident. Yeah. So uh, interesting to see how she gets through that slop. She's been on a heavy trek once every year. I think that's the day she led she or led in the leaders back. Champion fillers. Champion fillers. Yeah. yeah, watch me dance one that day. Mm-hmm. Go blue. Were they the two? Yeah, clear. Yeah. So interesting how she gets through it. More mature horses can often acclimatize and become better at those top conditions as well. So good luck to her. Good luck to Inspirational Girl. Yes, of course. Yeah, and 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 the Wiz. And the Wizard. Yeah. That's the reason why. I'd love to see that. I really would. Yeah. There's, yeah, still a lot of uh, of love for the Wiz here. And I hope we see him back um, one day, PJ. That'll be. Very, uh, yeah, I'm very open about that. I, I, I think he's a bit missing awesome. him, aren't you? Massively, yeah, yeah. massively, yeah. I, I'd be very happy to see him back in uh, West Australian racing. Uh, thanks again to Riley last week uh, for Latham on the Betfair Edge as well. We have got Simon Miller on tomorrow, so tune into the Betfair Edge tomorrow to hear Simon Miller declare a few more of his, which I would be doing if I've got the, the card he's got tomorrow. He could train five. I, I hope Simon listens to this and then comes on because I've knocked a few of them. <laughs> I <laughs> comes on knocked the, to them. I, I comes on I'm the just, show tomorrow. I'm all just guns saying, I think blazing. a few of them are a little bit shorter than I'd perhaps. Uh, no, you than you I basically said Amelia's Jewel can't win. That's, so that's not what I said. Amelia's Jewel can't win. That's not <laughs> in that voice as well. <laughs> I sound like Quagmire. Did I? <laughs> giddy, giddy. Um, anyway, that'll wind us up. We'll uh, see you all next week, and until next week on the one one. Oh, oh, oh.